Join the conversation. Crash. Crash just recently started to fight with people on Marketplace um, over... It's my favorite pastime. People... <laughs> Mars. I don't I, think you've got the attention spam, buddy. I don't think I do. Change. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to guess how many people attend? For the whole run of K-Day? Yeah. It's got to be dozens, at least. <laughs> <laughs> at least. Producer Haley. <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. That's such Welcome a nice Haley wedding. Welcome Haley and wedding. You, the Now family. Thought it was something that the wife would want, and uh, it turned out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, "What the hell is this?" It's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Yellow. You rang, or no? You tuned in. There it is. Yeah. Good yeah, morning. You, you didn't call us. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Mars just grabs Mike. What's up? I did. Hey. Yeah, I did. I just grabbed I'm it. I'm awake. I'm awake, guys. Good morning. Yeah. It's Monday. Oh, had a great weekend. Yeah. What Beautiful. a fantastic weekend, right? What a nice little September treat. That's a treat. Uh, spoiler, I got even better news for you coming up. Oh. oh, I'll stay tuned. Seven days of awesome. Yeah, oh. the weather this week looks out of this world. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Which is incredible. I don't know why, uh, like today's going to be a nice toasty day. I don't know why I dress like full fall. Yeah, I saw I, that. I have pants on. I got heavy shoes on. I got a sweater. That's it, a hoodie. It's going to be like 30 today. I know. I don't know why I did this. I should have embraced the shorts again. Yeah. It's the morning. The mornings are cold. I know. They yeah, are. It trips me up. dark. I've kind of just packed away the good, uh, the good day shorts. Although it does say it's 15 degrees right now. Yeah, which is still like totally shorts weather. Yeah. yeah. So it's not overly cold this morning. Uh, then I have no reason. I got <laughs> the jacket. Yeah, Ginger has a hoodie on and everything. Yeah. yeah. Or shorts, though. Oh, you, but oh, you really mix it up because yeah. I thought I was going to wear pants. Yeah, yeah. I got long socks. Oh, you got oh. long socks? My socks oh. are too long. Oh. They are long socks. Because I plan on wearing pants. I'm like, oh, I was wear shorts. <laughs> and then you're like, ah, forget didn't it. change the socks, though, Marcy. That is like the classic dad look. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and yeah. Ginger doesn't pull them up to keep it cool like kids in the skate park. He pushes the long two sock down so it's a big poof around your ankle yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what you should do is you should <laughs> do the fold should, no fold them over and then roll them so you have like little like oh like a, a donut plate. roll yeah like the ring cuffs yeah. around oh that'd be nice that'd be really yeah, nice that'd be uh classy yeah i remember mm. when i was younger like little socks like that were like trendy mm-hmm. so you would get like fluorescent socks oh, they yeah. usually came in a neon color yeah, yeah. like a pink a green or a yellow mm. and then you would buy them and you would either do like the half fold down yep. sometimes you would do the roll down Got so like it. grade four me was walking around with you know rolled socks, rolled socks. yeah <laughs> in a bright color yeah it i loved worked. it it, it was awesome at that time though it did we didn't have short socks uh no, yeah it was always a tube sock. Yeah. Guys, you guys didn't have short socks. No, yeah, growing up, I don't sucks. remember ever having a short sock. No, it was all full length. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Well, that sucks. I guess we just had our socks yanked up. Either kept them high or you folded them under to make it look like like there was no down. sock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, we were always showing sock. Maybe that's why I have a uh, fear of showing my ankle. Oh, uh, maybe. maybe. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a fear of showing anything else, but yeah. yes, the ankle is quite sacred. Because I'm not wearing an ankle day. Yeah. Uh, I know. Oh, God. Says the guy who will wear a Speedo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make that make sense. But God forbid I show my ankle. <laughs> right. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah, yeah. I know. I bought a new pair of shoes last week, but I haven't worn them yet because I don't know. I don't know how to wear them and I don't I don't want to show ankle. Oh, my God. They're just shoes. We were talking about this at home. I made him put them on. They're nice looking shoes. They're like a... Well, like a loafer. It's a loafer. Oh, okay. It's a yeah. loafer. It's a good old loafer, but I don't know how to wear them. And I bought, uh, 
Uh, no, I, th- I think they're called like no show socks. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want to go barefoot in the loafer and have no. squishy feet. The worst. Just, yeah, just. But then they're no show socks, but they're going to show my ankle. And I'm like, I'm not ready for this. You're way overthinking <laughs> oh, the loafer. I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with my ankle. I do notice when I'm wearing those like really low cut socks. Yeah. I feel like. Um, <laughs> Imagine sometimes maybe a lady would have she was worried uh, she overdressed for the event or like uh, and the and the top was too low cut yeah yeah like they were showing too much yeah yeah I feel like that with my sock oh my god you oh. guys have problems I, yeah I totally I'm not feel used that to way. that much uh, top of foot showing yeah right I think you two are the only two guys in the world who feel this way yeah I don't think I've so. never in my life met other men. Who are so worried about showing ankle? Have you ever asked Mars? Yeah, uh, we all hide, no. hide it deep inside. <laughs> no. I'm just aware of the. I'm just aware that I'm wearing like a really low cut. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, like everyone's looking. What happened? And people are whispering and judging. No one is. What happened to the two of you? Well, that you're we, so worried about a, a low cut sock. Well, as we just discovered, we didn't have short socks growing up. Ankles were always covered. And then now we're into this whole new it's not wild new. realm of low cut socks. It's not new. Or like no show socks. And wow. Low cut socks for Five, six, no. seven, eight, nine. Like uh, support us. Uh, are you guys There's feeling, no one, are you guys feeling the same? There's no one supporting are you. Are you ankle shy? No, they're not <laughs> No one's ankle shy. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's not just the it's not just like the short sock. Mm-hmm. It's that specific one where like the top of your foot, it just covers like your toes. And you're here. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird. Just, just... don't wear socks. No, no, no. God, no, God, no. You gotta wear a sock. Oh, that's a terrible feeling. Right, just so squishy. Even Ooh. if I don't have like slides by the door, yeah, and I have to like put on like a full shoe. Like I'm barefoot, just I, to run I outside to grab something. Don't like, yeah. ah, Haley, don't like is I'll this, walk outside. Barefoot. Is this just an old man thing? Does Hayden have a problem with his socks? No, he's got tall socks and he's got ankle socks. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, he... we're not talking ankle socks. Hayden, it's a very oh, different sock. But they're like low. His ankles poke out. Yeah, but you, like you can wear a shoe and you would you don't even see the sock. Yeah, that's whew. he's got those. Oh jeez, this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wear those guys. I don't wear those. Oh, I just don't know sock though. Like you I'm guys a know that. Horrid. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I put them on. I'm serious? sitting on the bed and I put them on. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I can't. I can't. And then I'm like, nope, footwear is changing. We're not wearing those shoes oh today. Oh my god, they're such nice <laughs> shoes. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, yeah, I'll wear them. I just, I'm just constantly aware of what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Like a long sock, short sock, I forget about it. Yeah, these socks. Oh, I can't stop thinking about them. This is so bizarre. I know. I know. So do you guys wear socks with sandals? That's the, I, I'm with this person right at the top. Wow. Socks and oh, sandals? Very different. No. Yeah. Um, apples and oranges, baby. Michelle shot a text too and says, my boyfriend will not wear a sock shorter than his ankle. So yeah, he's got the same fear. He doesn't what? want to be too risque. What too risque? <laughs> he was Another right. one. I'm a crash and James. Yeah, totally. He was raised right. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god. This text here five six seven eight nine says, "I knew a guy whose whole friend group would fold their socks down to a certain point. <laughs> they all got tattoos with a dotted line where they should fold them <laughs> around they, their ankles. Yeah, and they had the letters FSP for folded sock posse. Yes, oh, love it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing that, but. Jinji you want a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like, wear the loafers. They look good. They're a nice shoe. They're a shoe that demands respect. I will say, uh, I put them on discreetly at home. Mm-hmm. Um, comfy, comfy shoe. Discreetly. Discreetly. Oh yeah. I know, right, Haley? Oh, just get over it. The loafer is a comfy shoe? <laughs> the loafer yeah. is a comfy shoe. It's a great shoe. Mm-hmm. Here, it's I a fine a- shoe. I never thought of it as like, as like a comfy shoe. Like, oh, I'm really treating myself tonight. 
It's a good shoe. It's a fashion shoe. It looks like yeah. This is the one and only time that I put my foot in it without a sock because I didn't open the pack of no show socks. There's the shoe ginge. Yeah, it's a real summer shoe, right? Ooh, it's a good yeah. looking shoe. It's a good thing I bought it in fall, at <laughs> the end of summer. Yeah, it's a good looking shoe. Just wear the damn shoe. Uh, I will at one point. And don't wear those stupid socks. Just go barefoot. Oh no, I'm wearing. You you can't go barefoot. Then your 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 toes are squishy. No, Ugh. they're not. Yeah. Oh, they they are. Mm-hmm. My feet get very squishy. This text here, 5679, says, I wore short socks for the first time this summer. I don't think I can wear over-the-ankle socks ever again. That's from Chad. Chad. Yeah. Photos or it didn't happen. Posted on the app. <laughs> he tried. He tried. He's, He's a, a change brave man. man. Yeah. He gave it a shot. Maybe you just have great ankle. Oh, my God. It's just, oh, just get over it and wear the shoe. Mm, I don't know. I should probably just return them. Mm. <laughs> it's winter boot season now. Oh, sure. my God, no. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Just get it done. Yeah, it is not winter boot season yet. Not with it being 27 degrees today. She's scorching. Uh, Haley had a weekend. I did. What the hell, girl? How are you feeling? I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you went to a bachelorette party? I did. I went to a bachelorette party this weekend. Uh, I left on Friday. I was going to say it was the whole weekend, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. You just got back yesterday? Uh, Yeah. Oh. Yesterday afternoon. Oh, my God. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> what learned, did you guys do? We did um, some bar hopping, and then we ended the night at a shop party. What's and that? Oh, it's that's a party dirty in somebody's garage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Big, All right. big garage, big shop. Mm, it was right. it was a lot. Yeah, those girls can uh, they can drink and party hard. <laughs> I was by the end of the night, we were at the shop, and me and my girlfriend Tannen and Renee were sitting on the stairs watching these girls just like rage hard wow. to this music. Yeah, and they're bebopping around, and it's like one in the morning, and we're trying to keep our eyes open. Oh man! Oh, it's so bad. You guys all the same age? Uh, roughly, yeah, yeah. yeah, roughly the same age. Were the ones still partying younger? No, they were older. Oh, oh, oh wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how? Where are we? <laughs> what <laughs> like is going I just on? Want to be sleeping? <laughs> I saw a photo that you had posted, Haley. Yeah. It's like the last of your like. <laughs> you look so annoyed at the girl beside you. <laughs> so what had happened was it was about ten ten forty five, and I was like, I'm not going to make it. We need to go have a nap. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to stay up much later. So the girl in the vehicle beside me was my maid of honor for my wedding, Tannen. So we went and laid in the car and just quietly slept for an hour. Yeah. And the reason I look so annoyed is because somebody banged on the window. The person who took the photo woke me up. Oh, oh, damn. So I just. And you're like, I was like, no, who's waking me up from my nap? (laughs) I was dead asleep. Because you look pissed in that photo. Yeah, you do. You look so mad. I was so annoyed because I was out. So it wasn't going to be an hour. No. That was the night. That that well we got up and I was up for another hour and then we caved. Because they banged on the window. Yeah. yeah I had yeah. to get out. Otherwise you would have been out. <laughs> How was the bride? Oh, she she had so much fun. Oh, good. That's great. Blast. That's a good time. Yeah. Where you you sent me a picture over the weekend yeah. of that bathroom that you were in with that. <laughs> yeah. Where were you? That was in Forestburg, I think. Forestburg. Well, cuz I texted Ailey, I'm like, "Where are you? Do you need help?" And she was like, <laughs> I Forsberg. think I'm in Forsberg. I'm like, you think you are? I was pretty lit by a the time. In, I was a town in messages. South Africa? <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> wow, how did you get back in? Wow, really, you must be tired. Yeah, we did a whole bunch of, like, we did a couple bars. We were in Roslyn, and then we were in Heisler, and then we were in Forsberg. Wow. Forsberg's way down there. Yeah. I've never heard of it before. Right? Yeah. It was a lot of fun. 
That is a trek. And they had um, a school bus that they rigged out like a party bus. Yeah. yeah. So we were all in the party bus between each stop. Did they rent it or they just did their own bus? Oh, they rented it. Oh, it was, okay. It was so much fun. Nice. So did you hit up like every, like one day or one night you hit up all the towns? Yeah. yeah. Forestburg population 875. Yeah. Wow. We added 16 people to that population on Saturday. <laughs> That's <laughs> fun. The economy exploded. <laughs> oh my god, it was it was a long night. As like a busload of girlies rolls into a bar like that, did you guys get some looks? Uh, most of the bars were empty because we got there like we did early. We were done bar hopping probably by nine o'clock. Wow. How, well, well, yeah. How many bars are in Forestburg? There, one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. They leave, walk around the building, and come back. Hey. Yeah. yeah. They'll be talking about that for a bit, Haley. Because one, there's not a lot of uh, uh, stagettes rolling through Forestburg. Yeah. Two, uh, the locals that showed up like at a regular time, nine, ten, eleven o'clock, and then heard stories. Yeah. Uh, there were sixteen women in here. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> My mass text wasn't sent out. <laughs> yeah. That's like they're. They'll never see that again. Jerry, we missed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's fun. Mm. It was a lot of fun, but I'm tired. Oh. oh my gosh, I can only imagine. And we have one person that texted and said they're from Forest. Cool. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I was in your bar. They sell awesome sausage at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> they just had freeze dried pack or like the vacuum sealed packages of uh sausage and beef jerky. So oh damn. <laughs> just eating beef jerky like crazy. Was the bar called the Many Horses Saloon? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay, that's what someone texted in. I yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. Oh man, let me Google this. I want to see this bar. It's across the street from a really nice park. <laughs> oh. Huh. I went and had a breather. <laughs> I needed a break from all the people. Oh, wow. That's neat. Did you sit in the uh, fancy couch? The yep. chained off couch area? Yeah, we were in the chained off couch area. Damn. Yeah. Do you have bottle service? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think they, this bar's offering bottle I don't know. service? I don't think small town bars have bottle service. I'm just curious because you know it's got the fancy ropes. <laughs> I thought maybe it was roped off. Yeah, would, no, we were uh, sitting up in that little cornered area oh, with neat. the mural. I have a photo of that mural on my story. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. It, was, it was very drunk out. Mar- Mars, you, we should go to Forestburg. I'll mm-hmm. take you here. Was it uh, aptly named? Was there like a lot of horses? Gonna be honest, I wasn't 100% sure. It was the last stop of the night, so I did not have all of my senses. That's okay. Yeah, I don't even see horses painted on the walls. No. Mountains. And fun, some, though. Some it was a lot of fun. guy jumping out of a trailer. Yeah, there were a couple times <laughs> that night where I thought <laughs> our weekend was going to get ruined, and it was going to, like, hard stop. Oh. Uh, we had one of our girlfriends topple backwards out of a side-by-side. <gasps> oh, my God. Is she okay? She's totally fine. Um, <laughs> thank God the hitch let go when she went backwards. I thought you she hit the hitch. No. Like, the... um. You know the back, like the, the tailgate? Yeah, yeah. She was sitting on it. Oh, and that, that loose. And she, well, <laughs> our friend went down a hill, said, hold on, and Tannen let go. Um, and she fell backwards. And uh, she, if that tailgate hadn't have gone down, she'd have gone right on her head. Oh. Luckily, she landed like on her shoulder and yeah, was fine. Later out more flat. <laughs> the first words that she said is, Somebody get my drink. I spilled my drink. So <laughs> that was the priority. She was fine. But for a second there, I'm like, oh, the weekend's done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to the hospital. <laughs> I hope Forsberg has a hospital. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What was the other time? Uh, the other time was somebody jumped up on a table. Mm. Um, and they were dancing on it, and I could see the plastic table bending, and then she jumped off. Oh, my God. And I thought, ooh, that's going to be a face plant into the concrete, but she caught herself. So. Cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, Ginge posted a photo of the bar, the many horses. Um, a, I wouldn't guess it's a bar. B, I love the Fiero parked in front of it. <laughs> I love Yeah, that's what it looks bar. like. <laughs> 
I love a small town bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So much. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It looks gorgeous inside. <laughs> did you guys... I'm jealous you went to Forsberg. Did you camp or did you stay in one of the rooms above the hotel? Oh, no. Like, we had a party bus. It took us back home. Damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Is that the bride's hometown? Uh, no. She's from Viking. Oh, why'd you choose this town? We were just bar hopping. There's huh. only so many bars you in that go, area. Each town only has one, so you gotta go to the I guess. Yeah, that makes bar. sense. Yeah, that's when yeah. we got the bus. Fun times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't drink like I used to. <laughs> this one, I'm laughing my butt off at this conversation. Cheers to country stagettes. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, is yeah. a time. We were all in cowboy boots. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was an absolute time. Mars, mm. <laughs> you got to do a country stagette one day. Oh, I'm like, Haley, I don't think I can keep up. Yeah. This sounds nuts falling off. Like, I don't even know what tannin fell off of. Some <laughs> sort of contraption side side. Yeah. she was driving on. It's what our neighbor has. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, where'd you guys even get that from? Uh, that was at Michelle's house. We went a day out, uh, out a day early. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Geez. But it was, uh, it was interesting. That first day that we were out there, too, we were waiting for Michelle to get home from work. Mm. And my friend Tannen kicked my ass in beer darts. She had me drink a whole 12-pack in one night. Oh, my God. So I had to go to sleep. I had to. <laughs> yeah. She made me. If I, she made me. Yeah. If I don't go to another bachelorette for the rest of my life, I will be a content woman. <laughs> well, that's not bad. Leaving this one on a high note. That's oh, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. That well, sounds like an amazing time. Fun. Um, as I mentioned, the weather, guys. Damn, summer is in full swing yet again. Uh, today we're looking at uh, 27, boatloads of sunshine, 23 tomorrow, 22 Wednesday, 22 Thursday, and then Friday into your weekend, 27, right across the board in the I sunshine. I know, it's going to be like another summer yeah. weekend. What a great week. Hopefully that holds, like that stays throughout the week, you know, and yeah. that doesn't change, because man. Yeah, no rain in the forecast. What a beaut. Mm-hmm. What a yes. beaut. She hot. Uh, Traffic-wise, I only have one thing for you. This was just texted in. Said, hey guys, there's a stalled vehicle in the right lane on the high-level bridge with no lights on. Oh, mm. that's not good. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Right lane of the high-level bridge. There is a vehicle sitting there, no lights on. It is going to sneak up on you, so uh, watch out for that. And by the way, uh, guys, little update on uh, the White Mud Overpass Bridge that was smashed up. It looks like the lanes are open. Can someone like 100% confirm? I watched traffic drive. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we drove by it okay. this morning. I wasn't paying and attention. And the car literally came off the off ramp. Yeah, you can you can uh, come off the handy and get onto the, the white mud. That's the one the excavator got. Yeah, yeah, into? yeah, yeah. That's great news. Oh, it's fantastic news, and you can get off the white mud onto the Hende again. Oh, that's All the barricades are gone. Oh, how handy! Wow, yeah. so good, good. That is great. If you guys do see anything else this morning, or if you just want to join the conversation, <laughs> the conversation, <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> I didn't sleep very well last night. That's okay. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine is the number to call. You can text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Let's get to the news. It is Monday, September the eleventh. So I know that you guys already know this. I'm just going to uh, mention it once again. The Elks, who blew a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter in Monday's Labor Day loss to Calgary, kept their faint playoff hopes alive by beating the Calgary Stampeders in the last seconds, mm. 25-23 on Saturday. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. That was wild. Yeah. yeah. Last second field goal. Yeah. Since yeah. Calgary home packing. Mm. So that was great. Up next, the Elks are in Saskatchewan to face the Rough Riders next Friday. The Stampeders have a bye week. So that was awesome to see them take that win. They got to feel good. Which is good news. Yeah. I got a bunch of sports news for you guys. So uh, let's get to it. First of all, it looks like ex-Oilers winger Josh Archibald is done with hockey just after signing a two-year deal. The 30-year-old who spent 
three seasons with the Oilers from 2019 to 2022, was expected to have a bottom six role for the Tampa Bay Lightning this season after signing a two-year $1.6 million deal this offseason. However, news says that this contract is now going to be terminated. The Lightning announced yesterday that Archibald informed them he is stepping away from the game, and as a result, there's now a mutual agreement to terminate his contract. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he said he's done. Now, Archibald arrived in Edmonton after signing a one-year deal during the 2019 offseason. So he just said he's done. Good for him. Yeah, he's had a sure. weird... Yeah, when he was here, there was a whole, he was the guy who wouldn't get the COVID vaccine. Had, there was a whole thing. Right. It was yeah, a yeah, yeah. bit of a deal with mm-hmm. Josh Archibald. Yes, oh, yeah. so he is done hmm. with hockey. You will not see him skate for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Some odd stuff happening in a Blue Jays game yesterday. The Kansas City Royals pitcher... Cole Reagans will probably never forget Sunday's game. Did you watch? Uh, I didn't know. You didn't. Well, heading into the sixth inning, the Jays had tagged up Reagans for just one hit, and they finished the inning the same way. But Reagans had an all-time bad outing between the start and the end of the inning. The only way that I can describe the videos is basically he just loses his ability to pitch. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's got not the ebbs. Yeah, and oh, the it just happens. Yeah, no. yeah. He literally just started to miss the plate nonstop, <laughs> giving the Blue Jays the opportunity to have those runners advance from first to second because everybody was being walked, mm-hmm. and then to home. Wow! Because he just couldn't get it over the plate. It was like Ginge when he threw the first pitch. It was Gingy. <laughs> just bounced a little. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Players get in the field. Sometimes, like there was a uh, Chuck Knobloch couldn't make the throw from second base. Uh-huh. Just kept overthrowing the first baseman. Sometimes pitchers get. Get in their head too much. Huh. And you just can't do it. Get yeah, a little yeah. wild. You mess up once and then you're done. It's crazy. So some some people were wondering if he was fatigued. No reports have come out yet if he was dealing with any injuries or if he just, like Ginger said, simply ran out of juice or got into his own head. Mm-hmm. But the videos are out there if you do want to watch them. <laughs> and also in Blue Jays news, I'm not sure if um, Blue Jays pitcher Gosman saw Crash's haircut. Uh-oh. What? But apparently... <gasps> On uh, Friday, multiple reports broke the news that um, he cut his hair. He had a lot of hair, too. <laughs> and apparently, people couldn't believe it. Oh, maybe it's a thing, guys. Everyone's blown off their long hair. It's the best. It feels so good. Mm-hmm. Kevin Glasman decided to chop off his signature long hair in favor of a shorter look. And rather than talking baseball, everybody was talking hair. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a little Friday. before and after here. It was, it was a lot. Did he have as much hair as Crash? Oh, yeah, it wasn't like his... His was, like, straighter. Yeah. Crash oh, okay. had a... It was a little more oh. wild. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, he had some flow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and here's our boy now. Did he, like, take it right off? Well, just... Oh, yeah. It's tighter. It's tighter. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, uh, who uh, Morgan Wallen blew his hair off. That made world news. Oh, yeah, he looks sure did. good with his short hair. Uh, I bet you he feels so good. Yeah. He's had a long for years, though. Oh, so it's like a big change. Yeah. Yeah, mine was like, what, two years? Yours was about yeah. two years. Yeah. By the way, most people said that they didn't recognize Gosman as he came onto the field. And then other people were basically tweeting that he looks 10 years younger. That's what everyone keeps saying to me, too. I'm and like, what? I had to laugh because <laughs> every single person who has commented on Crash's hair yeah. is like, oh, you look so much younger. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, my God, that shaved like five to 10 years off. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this before? Because <laughs> it looked good before. Is that a thing? Does short hair make you look younger? Yeah. I wonder. It does. I, I think it does. Yeah. Especially in men, maybe? I don't know. Even looking at my uh, photos, like uh, before and afters on my phone, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does does give a younger vibe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it does for Gosman, too. 
And it feels so good. Showering? Oh my god. I I'm bet. not in the shower with shampoo and conditioner and like ripping out knots. I'm like, oh, that was a nice quick shower yesterday. Treat for yourself. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And my neck. I can feel my neck. You can feel air on it once again? Yeah, yeah. Air is blowing on my neck. Which is nice. All right. You guys remember when we had the chat last week about Delta's diarrhea plane? Yeah. You might remember uh, the bad accident that someone had that spread it all the way down the aisle. Mm. Well, now people are wondering what Tom Brady has to say about it. Because in a unique one-of-a-kind partnership, Tom Brady has now paired up with Delta, which will see him become the long-term strategic advisor for the airline. Weird. It is weird. Now, other people are saying it's very odd that Tom Brady would partner with Delta and talk about flying commercial when clearly the man flies private only Mm. and has no idea what anybody goes through when flying on a commercial plane. Yeah, how can he relate? Other people are saying that it is very odd that a man who is known literally for being grounded on a football field is now supporting something that is up in the air. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense, too. Mm. He's I, known for being on the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like you said, he wouldn't know this lifestyle. Like, unless maybe when in college. Yeah, but yeah. he was just a citizen. Uh-huh. But he hasn't flown. Unless he's looking to take Delta to the next level. Well, yeah. Delta economy. <laughs> and apparently there's no word on whether or not um, he is going to solve like the diarrhea plane. They're thinking probably not. That like he wasn't brought in because of diarrhea plane. Yeah. So he's not just like a spokesperson like they're like he's working behind he's the like, scenes like an office? Yeah, he's <laughs> this is so, it's like very bizarre. Picking his brain. He is a longtime strategic advisor and he is going to teach the employees about teamwork. Oh, God. Oh. I know. Oh, is he going to be in there as like a motivational speaker? He's basically going to, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, basically, he's going to talk about how teamwork makes the dream work for Delta employees. Companies are still doing that. Mm-hmm. Imagine working at Delta. No. You got your, your $35,000, $40,000 a year. Yeah. And they hire Tom Brady for like $14 million a year. Uh-huh. And he comes in and is like, you guys should work harder. <laughs> That would just give us his money. And he's like, teamwork makes a dream just, work, guys. You know this money might be right? Tom for? Work better together. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here, Tom. Oh, God. Again, a Tom Brady has not flown commercial in what, mm-hmm. 20 years? Oh, at least. Yeah, so that's a really, really odd news. Also, um, a little bit of an update here for you as well. Remember last week we had the story about Gary Busey being involved in the hit and run? Yeah. And then he fired up the Beach Boys and drove away? Yeah. Cops caught up to Gary Busey. Oh, they got him. Yeah, he did admit to um, the police that he did do a hit and run, and he gave over all of his information, Mm. unlike the story last week. (laughs) So... As he's plugging his insurance company. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. All right. The upcoming documentary, Nickelback, Hate to Love, addresses the crazy backlash Nickelback has received from haters over the years. And as far as Chad Kroger is concerned, looks like that's the last word on it. He said, quote, I'm over it. We made a documentary. Everybody can watch it. And now from this day forward, if anybody asks the question in the press, that will be the end of the interview. (laughs) He said, so if you want to end an interview with me, that's all you have to say. And that will be it. Mm. In other words, don't ever ask Chad Kroger why people hate Nickelback so much. Well, yeah. What a dumb question. Well, they made a movie about it, though. Like, clearly it's on top of mind. Yeah. Because right? it's called Nickelback I Hate guess. to Love. Yeah, that's they made true. A whole that's movie true. About that's it. true. <laughs> like, we don't care about this at all. Here's our two-hour documentary. Yes, go watch it. About people not liking us. Right. <laughs> he said, quote, if somebody stuck that thing in your face every single day and said to you, the whole world hates you like this, the whole world hates you, what do you have to say about that? Every single day. 
every day. Oh, yeah, that would get old, yeah. That's the end of his yeah. quote. Mm-hmm. He also went on to say there would be, would there be reluctance on your behalf to talk about it? Would you get pissed off? Would you be over it after a while? The answer is yes. Yeah, they've been, uh, they've been doing this for decades. Yeah. Um, I guess with any band... Uh, when you do the whole interview circuit, everyone's asking the same crap, right? Yeah. Like oh, you, you sure. hit up the radio station, the DJ's got the same question. So tell me, like, yeah. what inspired you to make this song? I'll tell you this guys something. album. You're like, oh my god, do something better. Like, um, we don't really do a lot of interviews anymore, but when we used to, the artist people would give us the questions. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. you get rolled out really? the questions. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't want to go like there's off stuff script. They don't want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff they don't want to talk about. Stuff that like gotcha. they didn't want you bringing up so or sometimes they would send you like 20 questions you just pick a handful and you were able to pick like because a lot of times you were working at a like a music base station so you only had like three minutes to quickly bang out an interview maybe twice gotcha. yeah, yeah. in between songs cool but yeah the if reason big artist. the reason why all the questions are the same is because you were provided yeah. the questions mm-hmm. huh Interesting. Yeah, and it all leads towards promoting whatever. Yeah, because PR was like, you are not asking about that time that you whipped your penis out on a bus. Well, like, why not? That's what everyone else right? know about. But that's what we want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that's the juicy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. Watch my two-hour documentary about why my dong in the day on that yes. Greyhound. I'm not answering any more questions. No, no, I'm not talking about it. Yeah, it's it was odd. Mm. But nonetheless, if you do want to watch the documentary... I'm guessing it. It says that the, the documentary addresses the haters. So is it like a two-hour documentary about just showing haters? the haters? Ugh. No thanks. I thought maybe it was like them on the road. Oh, it'll show if they did it. It'll show them in a very positive light. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Like this is Nickelback produced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not yeah. gonna. Yeah. Look bad in it. So nonetheless, if you do want to watch it, I don't know when it comes out. I know the trailer's out already. Who's streaming it? Well, it just premiered at TIFF. Oh, okay. Yeah. Toronto International Film Festival. I don't know if anyone bought it yet. I don't know. Mm. Ooh. I'm sure it'll be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Love me some Nickelback. This story here is probably the bravest, yet maybe the dumbest thing we've seen in a while. Did you guys watch over the weekend the video of the guy casually escorting a large bear out of a party? No. It's a big bear. Yeah. It was an outdoor party, possibly in Pennsylvania. And all we know for sure is that this guy's name is Mike. Because everyone in the video keeps yelling, Mike, stop. But at the end, the bear listened. Mike stood at the gate pointed at the street like he was kicking out a drunk guest and the bear walked off. Now that is though, not without the bear turning around and getting in a bit of a light swipe. I thought I was going to watch like some horrible video. No, When my- I fired it up, I'm like, oh God, this is going to be bad. <laughs> Mike ended up with some claw marks on his side, but nothing too serious. I have a bit of audio here for you. If you do watch the original video, it has a lot of profanity. Mm-hmm. Just a heads up. Here you go. Come on, get out of there. Come on. 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 Get out of Chivalrous attempts. Yeah, no. he gave him a swat. I am shocked. <laughs> the bear basically listened to him, though. I guess. I'm, 
Like, he, and then at one point, like, he gets in front of the bear and he's like, let's go, let's go. Oh, and I'm like, this is not going to end well. Yeah, and he got one swat. Oh, and he lifted his shirt. I guess he got a little cut. Yeah, he did. He got, apparently he got cut across the face, too. <laughs> What? The bear smacks him. You can see Mike scolding the bear. <laughs> <laughs> There's a link to the video up in the app. If you want to find this video, careful Googling, because uh, he escorted the bear out. Careful Googling big black bear escort. I know. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> I Googled black bear escorts. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Look what came up for yeah. me with my search. <laughs> oh. I mean, also, if you do want to no look idea at the... I that much in town. If you do want to look at the personals in Edmonton... Have at her. Some he, uh, fellows available. He got a good scrape, too. Oh, yeah. Holy and they're, they're saying that that's just a light swipe. Yeah, yeah. that's the It thing. was tiny. Yeah, the bear barely moved. Yeah. Yeah. The bear's pushing him out of the way. That is shocking. Mike's lucky. The bear's lucky, too. Mike could have got this bear killed. If yeah. the bear did anything worse to Mike. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then they'd be like, we got to put the bear yeah, down. The bear down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, these guys were just like hanging out, enjoying like a nice summer day, having a barbecue. When all of a sudden just like a bear wandered in. I want to know from you guys. Uh, first of all, is there anybody listening who has just had like a bear wander in? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I've actually never seen a bear in the You've wild. You've never seen a bear? No. The only time that I've seen a bear yeah. is driving in the mountains, like on the side of the road. Highway oh. bear, yeah. Highway yeah. bear. I've but seen highway bear. But you've never really? seen yard bear. I've never seen yard bear. Yeah. Oh, I've seen so many yard right. bears. Where? So my mom's parents live in Exshaw, so mm. kind of outside of Canmore, and they're like right in like the mountains. Oh, yeah. And I have seen probably two or three bears get trank darted out of a tree in their yard. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> the bear comes dropping out of the tree. Oh, yeah. Because they the bears, they're like right up against the mountain. So they yeah. come down all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the times the neighbors, they have like bear claw marks on the side of their house because they're trying to get into the shed where the <laughs> oh bird seeds at. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. The bears are like a legit problem. <laughs> well, yeah. The, you're, you built you're a house in their, in their home. home. Yeah, yeah. 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 But That's I just hilarious. Have, like one of my core memories from a childhood is just looking up and seeing this bear fall out of a tree into a, like a net and yeah. then just put him in the back of a truck. That is great. Because <laughs> <laughs> you grew up with bears. Like you would have bear bears on your all the time. back deck and stuff. Yeah. I would probably, I've probably seen like 50 bears mm. just walking through the yard. Oh my God. Like not all at once, but this is over, over my childhood. There's just That's bear crazy. all the time. I was built in the bush and bears walk through. And they smell garbage and they want some of Did it. your mom ever yell at them to leave like Mike? Escort them out of the yard? Oh, yeah, yeah. We would yell at the bears if they're on the deck and we got to go to school. <laughs> go on, kid. <laughs> yeah, I've only ever seen ditch bears. Only ditch bear? Yeah. Yeah, I've really? only seen highway bear. Oh, yard bear is great. Yeah. I, I, I love seeing a sleeping yard bear, too. We had a rock in the backyard that a bear, I guess a rock would get hot or something, but the bear would just lay on the rock and pass out. Really? Yeah, That's great. so cool. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe you were camping, and maybe it wasn't necessarily a bear, but did like a couple of deer wander in, and everybody looked at one another. Crash and I were sitting in a hot tub once, and a couple of deer came by. Remember that? That was great. And we all stared at one another. The deer were so confused. Yeah. They're looking, and then instead of the deer continuing, like going straight, yeah. they backed they up. They backed up. Yeah. And like, they're like, nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a moose poked its head in yeah, yeah. to your campsite. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a bear. Uh, basically, what wandered in? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, did any wild animal just roll into your yard, your yeah. campsite, and you're like, um... 
guys, there's a bear behind you. He just showed up, just casually, casually showed up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking about this because a dude named Mike uh, had an outdoor party in Pennsylvania, and everyone in the video is yelling at him to stop because a bear rolled in, and he casually escorted the large bear out of the party. Mike actually stood at the gate, opened the gate for the bear, pointed up the street like he was kicking out a drunk guest, and the bear walked out. The bear did do like one quick little like white sw- light swipe though oh, yeah. uh-huh. to be like, "Hey, back mm-hmm. off." Yeah. He ended up with some claw marks on his side, but nothing too serious. And the bear meandered on. I'm shocked. This could have ended horribly. It could have. Yeah. Where did the bear come from? Because they're on the river. I know. Like the river's on one side. Yeah. And, and it's a fenced yard. They're fenced in, yeah. and then the streets on the other. Yeah. yeah. The bear swim over. <laughs> he might have. He might have. <laughs> he wasn't wet. So yeah. He must have been laying around for a while. That fence so, also isn't very tall. He could have uh, just be stepped uh, yeah, over. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we want to know from you guys uh, what just what animal just randomly showed up. Yeah. Uh, Sean posted on the app too. Says I got charged by this elk in Jasper this summer. <gasps> Wife and kids took this picture while I ran to the other side of the <gasps> camper. He was literally only a few feet from catching me. That is a beast. That's it's a giant elk. And he's still looking at you, too. Oh, he's side-eyeing you. Oh, yeah. Big rack. Yeah, yeah. Sean tried to give that elk the mic treatment, and the <laughs> yeah. elk did not listen. No. Did not like that. Uh, Sandra, how you doing? Good. How are you guys this morning? Good, Hi, good. Good. Um, good. What wild animal rolled into your yard? Oh, it was a moose. Oh, you had cool. a big old moose, eh? And it was a huge, and yeah, it was early in the morning, and the kids were just leaving for school. My oldest was just in school at the time, and somehow she just missed it. I can't remember how, but she just missed it getting her bike. Um, So she was back in the house. But yeah, so it had come up to our front window and stuff. And my neighbor from across, because we lived across the street from a park, so she, her yard backed on to the other side. And she actually has a picture that still pops up on my Facebook memories of us, of the moose in front of our window. And you could see all of our silhouettes in the window watching this moose. Because you're just watching it. And the moose, obviously, was the moose like looking right in or just like right beside the window? No, just walking around. It was just, yeah, yeah. But then it was, like I said, again, first thing in the morning, so a neighbor's daughter, a little bit while, I didn't know where the moose had meandered off, so I had grabbed the child off the street, and I knew her and her parents, but I'm like, go through the back alley, because I don't need you running into this moose in the neighborhood, <laughs> so go this way instead today, Protect darling. Protect yourself so. and run! <laughs> That's great. I love it. Okay, thanks, Sandra. Thanks, Sandra. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Could you imagine looking at your kitchen window in the morning, and there's a big moose face staring right back at you? Like, wouldn't that be... Wouldn't that be majestic? You're yes. laying in bed and you look out your bedroom window and the, you see a moose head there. That would be nice, For right? a second, too, to realize the damage a moose can do. Oh, that's true. Are we supposed to spook him out of there or let him be? A moose? I don't know. I wouldn't mess with a moose. Uh, you could probably shout things at them, but you don't want them charging at you, right? Yeah. This text here, 56789, says, Hey, guys, I live in Campbell River, B.C., listening mm-hmm. to you guys. Nice. I fish by the river every night, and there's a bear who comes by every night, walking down the bank, and he'll steal everybody's fish that they've pulled up. Oh, my God. That's a lazy, gonna... bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lazy bear. It's a lazy bear. Well, the bear's like, jackpot. Yeah, he's like, I don't even have to get wet today. No. This is great. <laughs> she goes on to say, he'll literally walk right by you if you don't move and take your fish. You could probably reach out and touch him. Wow. But no one has the nerve. And you just have your fish in a bucket or laying on the yeah. shore there, and it's like, hump, hump, yeah. hump. Well, he's got a good thing going, though, too. He doesn't want to rock the boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the right. fish lying around. Yeah, sure. this is perfect. Yeah. This text here, 56789, says, guys, we were sitting by the fire pit, and a mama skunk with eight babies strolled right through where we were sitting. Mm. We all froze, and then she left. 
Say it was the weirdest thing. That's the best best option for that. <laughs> Do not move. Because that skunk is going to be spraying. Skunks for a uh, prey animal. Yeah. Like, they got to be on the lookout, right? Things lead them. I guess they're a predator, though, too, because they yeah. eat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not at the top of their stuff. food chain. Yeah. No. I feel like skunks are startled all the time because we've had skunks around our place. Yeah, yeah. And running into each other all the time. They're never, like, aware of their surroundings. I feel like animals, you know, they're always... Yeah, they're they're on high alert. But Most skunks are, are kind of dumb. These guys just walked right through somebody's fire pit. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "Don't move!" Coming oh my through. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, poker guy, how you doing? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Hi, we're good. good. Thanks. Um, you had a, a bear encounter. Where was this? Was it at a campsite? Yeah, it was a campsite in Jasper. I was about uh, sixteen years old. Yeah. And I woke up in the middle of the night. So I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And I go to open the door, and my mom says, hey, where are you going? I said, well, I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. Let's go. She goes, no, you can't. I go, there's, there's a bear out there. And I said, no, there's not. I open the door, and there's this huge-ass black bear going through our cooler. <laughs> right outside the door? She's like, right told you. the door. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I think I can hold it for a little while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is great. How long was the bear yeah, there for? For probably about 10 minutes, he went through our cooler and stuff. We got it stuck underneath the trailer. Yeah. But then we also we also had a big German Shepherd in the trailer with us. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even wake up. <laughs> didn't wow. care. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> he he opened the door. He didn't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And the bear was, bear was going through the cooler. That is Selfing great. Himself. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Poker Guy. Thanks, Poker Guy. Have a great day, guys. You yeah, too. you too. Bye-bye. I'm going to guess that German Shepherd did wake up and was like, nope. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, not doing that. Sleep. <laughs> Snuggle down even more. <laughs> She's sleeping under blankets today. Uh, Angie just posted a picture in the app. She says, visiting my parents in rural Ontario this summer, yeah. there was a mama wild turkey with three babies who came to the yard every day to snack on apples that fell out of our tree. She even had a showdown with some crows to get their turn one day. Damn. That's a great photo. That is a great photo. Are those like your turkeys? Because you talk about Manitoba turkeys. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that what they look like? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, they, they were a lot bigger than that. They were bigger and more, like, ragged. Yours looked like like the Thanksgiving turkey. Like, yeah. the big... Yeah. Oh. yeah well, they were darker, but uh, they were they were just aggressive and big. Oh. Yeah, they were big. These ones look nice. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasant. Yeah. The Manitoba ones would never pose for a photo like well, that. They got a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. Um, a little moose encounter happened. Was it in your backyard? Yeah, we live out by Spruce Grove, and we have an outdoor swimming pool that's about 3 feet by 16 feet. Yeah. And uh, a big female moose walked into our yard, and I don't think she saw it because oh. the solar blanket was on. Oh, no. And she, she fell right into the pool. Oh, no. Oh, no. Of course, this happened in the middle of the night. We didn't even know she fell in. Sure. Yeah. And, and then... Uh, so the solar blanket was on, but we were. She was lucky that she didn't got caught underneath because it would have probably caught her underneath and made her drown. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she swam to the corner and but to get out. Yeah. She shredded the whole liner of the pool. Oh, I bet. Out. And then so in the morning we got up and we looked outside and we're like, what the. <laughs> the pool's destroyed. There's a bunch of hair and the blankets all messed up, and so we went over there and we could see all the moose hair. Yeah, and she had she had used her claws to get out, and then all the water went underneath the liner into the on the. Concrete. Oh no! Yeah. 
We had to have everything pulled out, the water drain to do all yeah. the repairs. But Thousands of damage. For sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that sucks. Did you guys put up a hardy fence around the pool after? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that. We'll just she learns her we'll take our chance. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, great. We did, but it was the only time that happened. Other yeah. than little, little garter snakes coming in to visit us when sure. we were on the air. Oh, the yeah, yeah. There yeah, we that go. was about it. Okay, thanks, Corey. Thanks, Corey. Okay, you guys have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we had the garter snakes in our yard the, over the weekend. Yeah, big boy showed up. I had Phoebe, oh. Phoebe, my cat, was sitting on our front porch, and I just poked my... I was I was inside, so I just kind of looked down our screen door to make sure I still had like eyes on Phoebe. Sure. And she wears a lead, so I looked over and I could see where her lead was going, and I'm like, "Oh, what's she doing in the corner?" Mm. And sure enough, she had her paw raised, and there was a giant garter snake. Oh. And she was like, "Oh, oh." Did you get it? Uh, no, no. I just no. pulled her away, but it was bigger than our previous guy, Slither. It was Let way her, bigger than Slither's. Yeah. Let her hunt. Well, I didn't, well, want, it. I didn't I, want her to get a When I walked bite. up to it, she was uh, like like rubbing it with her paws. Oh, she wasn't just hunting exactly. No, no and I'm like, what are you doing? And then the snake had its head up, and it was like recoiling, and yeah, I'm like, this this is not good. No, I don't want to go to the vet. It's too nice of a day. <laughs> yeah, right? Too nice of a day. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Chris? Uh, doing fantastic. Uh, your parents had a bear just wander right in, right? Oh, yes. We're uh, 15 minutes east of Sheriff Park, so on Adler Lake, and... It was quite funny. A friend of mine, she was heading to my place three minutes away and thought she saw this big black dog. And she goes, oh, that's not a dog. Hang on a second. Slow down, looked, noticed it was a bear. And she goes, hmm, maybe I should phone Nicole and tell her that it's heading towards her parents' house. Nah, nothing to worry about. Yeah. Next thing you know, my mom's calling me and she goes, you're not going to believe this. And I said, what? Because I heard some rustling on my deck. I looked outside and there's a damn black bear and it's in my garden. <laughs> it's the bear that you guys saw. <laughs> I was like, seriously? She goes, yes. And she goes, I was yelling to your dad because he was in the garage. I opened up the window and I started yelling at the bear to get out of my garbage and get off of my property. Yeah, oh, that is hilarious. And did it listen? And she said, yes. She goes, it actually listened. I looked at her. She was a bit scared, but she had her can of bear spray, as you do in the country. Yeah. Had her can of bear spray standing on the other side of the window yelling at the damn thing. And it walked away after it tore apart the garbage. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. I can't believe you did that. Then, a few days later, my mom's working out in her beautiful garden, has an apple tree on the other side of the fence, looks up, big moose, and is standing there eating her apples. She yells at it. This thing is huge. Stop eating my apples. Apple, you stupid moose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks at her, takes the last apple, and walks away. Grabs yeah. his last little snack. That's that is hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, that's what happens that's, out in the country. That's country living. <laughs> that's country living. But boy, she was brazen. Hey, little five foot woman yelling at a bear, yelling at a moose. Yeah, exactly. So, wow, good oh, on you. Yeah, no kidding. Yelling at it. But yeah, they're out there, so enjoy your life, hey? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Funny. Love it. Okay, thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So a 26-year-old man has been identified and charged after a powerboat was seen tearing through White Mud Creek earlier this summer. Oh, Remember yeah, when right. we had that yeah. in the news? Police and city park rangers started an investigation on July the 5th after receiving multiple complaints about a powerboat that operated recklessly throughout the area. And apparently on June the 24th, it was reported that four people in the boat were traveling at a high rate of speed in the Narrows and in the shallow creek. Apparently, they almost collided with several canoers mm. that were out enjoying the 
the area as well. The powerboat continued to speed down the creek until it hit a downed tree in the water, which forced the speedboat ashore. The four occupants got out, freed the boat, continued back down the creek. The good news is no one was injured, but these guys were on video because everybody had their phones out. And they've been busted. That is crazy. They took a speedboat through busted. there. Wow. Yeah, that's too much boat for that. That's too way much too much boat for that. Yeah. After investigating, the boat's driver was identified. 26-year-old Colton Goodkey was charged with, which I don't know what this is, one criminal count of dangerous operation of a conveyance. Of a conveyance. I guess any that's anything you can... Does that mean boat? It's anything that you can... Con- any vehicle, Just I guess. operating any anything vehicle. dangerously? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. You'd think there'd be specific boat law. No? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Marine law. Um, do they say what uh, like the charges entail? Or that's just, no, that's, that's yeah. the charge, yeah. That's just it. Now, White Mud Creek is also home to several spe- fish species that spawn in the creek, and then they migrate up to the North Saskatchewan River. Mm-hmm. Cool. You, know. you can't rip your speedboat through there. No. Oh. Where'd they launch that bad boy? I have no idea. Like, did they pull in out of cause the... Yeah, because this is a big boat. Like, you, it, it would come in on a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge boat. Unless they have like a little area where people can put like kayaks and stuff in. Like a little uh So they were able to pad, maybe, so they can launch it there. Back it in. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nonetheless, busted. Yeah. Busted. No fun for those broskies. No. No. (laughs) All right, guys. It's a good thing we tried the Pakwi popular tortilla chip one chip challenge. Oh my god. Um, that was terrible, and we uh, Ginge was just annihilated. Ginge, you yeah. ate too much. You should have just done a little corner, buddy. Empty stomach. I know <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. That was bad. If you don't know what it is, the Pakwi is a popular tortilla chip known for its extreme spice levels, and it's called the One Chip Challenge. Basically, to see that if you can actually handle that one chip. Mm-hmm. We had talked about it. Was that when was that last year? Uh, yeah, probably last year we did it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Was that, was that long ago? Oh yeah. Yeah, Ginge had to retreat to his office and lay on the floor for a little while. Yeah, Crash, you were okay. Haley, you were okay. Yeah, I had a little, little teeny piece though. It just felt uh, like a searing burn in my mouth. That was off a crumb. Like you had a crumb. Yeah, I just had a tiny little piece. It didn't wreak havoc on my stomach like Ginge because Ginge took a chomp of the chip. Yeah, you macho really man. Big, yeah. Lay down. Yeah, well, it won't be anymore because it has now been recalled uh, in Canada and the U.S. after the death of a 14-year-old. Oh, my no. God. I didn't think that this could, like... Like, kill you. Kill you. Did the kid eat the entire chip? Like, do they give details on that? Uh, I Yeah, I think so. I know like, you, you guys didn't. It's, it's your typical, like, Dorito. It's yeah. a little bigger than, like, a Dorito or whatever. Like, your little triangle. But... Ginge ate, you probably ate like a a, least, a quarter of it or at least half. At least half. Well, most people eat the whole chip. Oh, the one chip challenge. God. It's not the one nibble challenge. Yeah. yeah, it's the one chip. Oh, no. Now, here's the thing is that it hasn't been completely um, proven as the cause of death as of yet. They're still waiting for results from an autopsy. Mm-hmm. But they do, the family does allege that the teen's death was due to the challenge. Now, Pakwi is owned by Amplified Snack Brands, which is a subsidiary of the Hershey Company. And apparently, this is what it contains. Carolina Reaper and Naga Viper Peppers. Which we have that big box of peppers that was dropped off last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Any Viper Peppers? 
Uh, oh, there's a whole slew of peppers there, in there. There might be mm. with the uh, the Covil or the Scoville rating. <laughs> the Covil. <laughs> the Scoville the rating. Scoville rating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I I can't do any of that. Thank you for dropping them off though. Appreciate that. I know Haley and yeah. I were going through the box. I think we're gonna like. I don't know. Are you gonna try to make hot sauce, Haley? Yeah, I'm gonna try to because my dad is a big hot sauce fanatic. Mm-hmm. Like he's got all the stuff to make them. So I might be like, hey, maybe I should make some fancy hot sauces for Christmas. Yeah. Just wear gloves. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm not going to touch them. I'm going to supervise. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even want them in the building. <laughs> I know you don't, buddy. They're on my desk right now. I know. Yeah. I walked by them this morning. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you just started to sweat? Yeah. The Carolina Reaper, pep- Reaper pepper contains up to 2.2 million SHU, and the Viper pepper contains about 1.4 million Scoville heat units. Mm. Uh, by the way... Um, apparently the consumption of these peppers at this high heat can cause more serious health problems, including shortness of breath, allergic reactions, chest pain, heart palpitations, and even heart attacks or strokes. But it's unclear how much you have to eat for it to affect the body like that. Yeah. So it's not the chip itself that kills you. It's what it triggers. It's what it triggers. Yeah. If you're, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I was, I was like legitimately worried about Ginge. Boy, when I walked in your office, I'm like, oh, God. Ooh, that hurt. <laughs> that ain't good. What happened? Was it just your stomach turned upside down on you? No, it was just like, yeah, it just hurt. Did it feel like someone went in and like grabbed your insides and was shredding at it? Yeah, it was just like a painful, yeah, painful pain. It wasn't like a burning like heat like in the mouth. Yeah, yeah it, was it was just, just pain. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Ugh. Like a crippling, like not stand up sort of pain. Mm. Oh, my God. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, I was visiting my niece and I didn't know that she put the one chip challenge chip into a Pringles sour cream and onion tube. <gasps> no. I tried to sneak some of her snacks because I wanted chips. And I put five of them in my mouth real fast, mm-hmm. including the one chip challenge chip. Uh. Let me tell you, that was not fun. Because that would be the whole chip. Oh. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, terrible. What yeah. a terrible thing. You can't surprise someone with that. By the way, if you do have a one chip challenge, they come in like a coffin box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know if you're. You know if you've it. got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could buy them at the grocery stores. They weren't hard to find. So they are, are urging right now refunds, and they're urging you to call their 1 800 number or visit www.theoneship.com. Mm-hmm. You can go through there uh, if you purchase the product and would like a refund. Oof. Get it out of the no. house. It's kind of crazy. All right, this is, uh, I don't think I believe this guy. And I know that if you're of a younger generation, you probably have no idea who Donny Osmond is. But let me just say, the Osmonds have dominated Las Vegas for years. Oh, yeah. If you know Las Vegas, you Mm -hmm. know the Osmonds. Well, I'm not sure if you can believe a 65-year-old man either who says that he has never sworn in his entire life. Mm -hmm. He's never said a curse word. Well, if you do believe a 65-year-old man that has never cursed, that man is, in fact, Donny Osmond. Which, I, I kind of see it. Well, I mean... Did he grow up? Because they're Mormon, right? The Osmonds? The yes. famously Mormon? Yeah, well, he yeah. grew up in the church, right? He did. He from said a, that a young he, lad? He said that he never swore because he never heard his father curse. He said, my dad was tough, but he never swore. He said, obviously, I'll think the words, but I won't say them. Wasn't that just as bad? Yeah, you're still thinking it. I he guess if you, I guess if you don't vocalize it, he didn't. He doesn't say them out loud. Mm-hmm. Do you, does, is there anybody in this room who who has known somebody to never swear? Well, my, uh, growing up, my mom never swore. I forget she had swear. she had versions of it, mm. but uh, yeah, before the end, yeah, she was swearing like a trucker. I'm like, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, pops, when he was around, there was a lot of swearing in the garage. Yeah, so he yeah, swore. So I was around that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I learned all my swears from my parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Scott and Kara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my parents swore, but they didn't like swear. Like it wasn't like part of the vocabulary all the all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't. They like, didn't use it to no. enhance conversations. And they also didn't want us swearing in the house. Mm-hmm. But as we got older, we did anyways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Unless you're homeschooled, though, it ain't your parents who are swear influencing. You know what I mean? It's your peers. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Matter yeah. mom and dad did. Yeah, yeah. Do you swear around the kids? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in a funny way though. Not angry swears, like hilarious yeah. swears. Yeah. And they're not directed at them. Well. Okay. <laughs> <I'll get. laughs> for those of you who are fans of the Drew Barrymore show, um, it is coming back for its fourth season, but without writers. For obvious reasons, they're on strike. Oh. The Writers Guild is not cool with this, and they said they're going to pick at the show's studios today and tomorrow. Well, that, yeah, that's that's terrible. She's like, I don't need you. Yeah. Oh. That sends a terrible she message. <laughs> Drew said, quote, I own this choice. We are in compliance with not discussing or promoting film and television work that, that is struck of any kind. Hmm. Yeah, that that sends the worst message to their writers. Yeah. So if they don't have writers of the Drew Barrymore show, she's going to write it? Yeah. Oh, boy. Good uh-huh. luck, Drew. Yeah, she's just going to wing it. Oh, oh no. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. What will they do for guests? Yeah, I don't the know. the SAG's on strike, too, like the actors, yeah. the celebrities. Oh, and, yeah, they're not allowed to do they can't be promoting. appearances and promote stuff, yeah. right? They're not supposed to. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or is it just going to be Drew? Be Drew. Maybe have more like influencers on as opposed to oh, actors. No. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Right? Yeah. Have more like your HGTV star. I don't know. Well, they're still part of the they're TV. They're still part yeah. of it. Yeah. Now you need YouTubers. Yeah. YouTubers I'd, I'd, and TikTokers. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, once again, that sends a horrible message. <laughs> it does. Because <laughs> who would want to go back to work for her? I, I don't know. Mm. Oh. I don't know. Mm. She would also like you to remember that she chose to walk away from hosting the MTV Movie and TV Awards back in May because they were on strike. So she's like, I did my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but screw my staff. <laughs> yeah, but screw my staff. I don't know what's different from the last, because last the writer striked in like, oh, I don't know, six or seven or yeah. I don't know, like 15 years ago. And I remember the late night show stayed on. Because it was a big thing. Like they were doing it all. There was there was nothing. There was no like monologues. Mm. It was just them like killing time yeah. for an hour. Mm. I don't know why it was cool for them to stay on. So I think they were still paying their writers, right? But they have like there's all like the people that work on these shows too. The people yeah. that light the show. The oh, people yeah, that yeah, yeah. Camera build the sets and everything. Yeah. yeah, like they all need jobs too. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know why it was cool then for the late night shows to stay on, but this because this time they all went dark. Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know what changed. Maybe they realized it was a bad look for the writers. Maybe the writers were upset about it. Maybe I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Drew going on a bigger stink. That's terrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. So mm-hmm. she'll be back on TV Ooh. if you miss the Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. show. Which, to be honest with you, I was reading about like how big the Drew Barrymore show is, mm. and it's giant. Because remember when she first started the Drew Barrymore show, it was like awkward and it was really weird to watch her. I think it's still awkward and disjointed, but I, no, maybe I people think like found, it. I think she found her groove. Oh. Again, I don't know if she got better writers or like what happened, but it seemed to have like turned around for her. Hmm. And then everybody was like, Drew, Drew. Everything was coming up Drew. Or just right time, right place. Ellen's off the air. She takes yeah. over. Made, she got better. Yeah. Is what happened. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she had coaching on it or, mm-hmm. but she just became a better host. Hmm. And then she's like, she's kind of like running that, like I'm a celebrity, but we're all the same. Yeah. 
You know, like mm. she's just like you kind of thing. We're equals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does seem more like uh, like her interview style. It's very relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, very, yeah, like rough around the edges. buds, chatting it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She has menopausal hot flashes in the middle of an interview and she's got to stop. And, oh, wow. And everybody relates. She's like the everyday woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like us. Hey, That's love. right. <laughs> All right. For a while, it seemed like there was a new shortage of something every week. Like, remember all the supply chain stories oh, that we wow. had? Uh, by the way, you know what I can't find? Baking soda for the fridge. Really? And not like, not the baking soda, like... Not just a box of, like, baking soda for baking. Bit. You know the ones where you pull open the sides and it's got the airflow through it? Yeah. That box? I don't know. I, I, I was looking... Yeah, I was at the grocery store uh, the other day, yesterday or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, I could, I could not find it for the life of me. And, like, is it in the baking soda aisle? Is I it in the cleaning so. aisle? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I went, like, through every aisle that it could possibly be in. Mm. Nothing. Because you can get, like, baking soda. Oh, yeah. But I want the baking soda for the fridge baking soda box. You yeah. like the box, like this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You pull the side flaps off. Yeah, but that's just uh, that's just regular. Yeah, you can buy that. Yeah, that's not the one you want. No, I want that one. You got to be able to pull the side flaps off, and there's a mesh there. Oh. That way, the baking soda. Oh. Why does no one know about this? We were I chatting with our neighbors about this, and they're like, "What is that?" I've so it never doesn't seen that before. So it doesn't really? spill in the fridge. Oh. No, it's the same price as regular baking soda. Why does the other one spill? Because it gets knocked over when you're shoving things in your oh. fridge. Oh, well, like if you knock it over, I yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, it doesn't just like. Explode out of the package. No, no, and this one works better because you open the sides, and so it's actually like taking odors out of your fridge. Yeah, I don't know. Can't find it. Oh, someone says Costco has them. Well, they have baking soda because that's where I buy my baking soda, like the cat litter and stuff. We buy like they sell them like I don't like. Oh, the big Arm and Hammer thing. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like the little boxes, but not they're not like fridge and freezer specific. Yeah, yeah. through deodorizer. I wanted the fridge and freezer specific. Yeah, couldn't find it. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, Mm. back to what's uh, running short. Apparently now, there's going to be a short supply of laxatives. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's starting in the States. The Wall Street Journal says that there's a shortage of laxatives. And this time, it's got nothing to do with the supply chain issue. It's a, quote, American overuse situation. Oh, why? The report says that Americans have developed a laxative habit. And are suffering from excessive constipation because they're not eating enough fiber. Oh, oh! I thought it was like more of the like extreme diet route. No, people may also be they're taking. They're just bunged up. They're bunged up, guys. Our our friends to the south are bunged up. Oh my oh. god! We gotta help them out. I cleaned out uh, my nightstand. I threw everything out of there. Mm. The stupid drawers in a nightstand is the worst invention ever. It's a junk collector, and I'm going through it. And I'm like, why do I have like four boxes of X Lax in here? No, nope. why? <laughs> I'm like what? I'm like, obviously, I went through a time. Remember, you were <laughs> but they were up. they were all like from like 2017, 2016. Like they were so old. We talked oh, about God. it on the show crash. We were quite bunged up for yeah. a while. Even that st- still feels more medicine cabinet than nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> Nightstands usually a little more fun. Than <laughs> no, this one was not a fun nightstand. Laxatives. <laughs> People may also be taking laxatives to deal with bowel dysfunction caused by anxiety and stress as well. Mm-hmm. Now, Crash, you're not wrong. They do say that others might be taking laxatives as a weight loss hack to feel skinnier because of misinformation on TikTok about what healthy ba- bathroom behavior should be. Mm-hmm. Regardless of why people are taking laxatives, apparently the demand has increased exponentially. And people are now starting to notice some stores have been selling out, especially the name brands. Hmm. Are kids getting high on laxatives? It feels more than just people, right? They can't be using that much laxative, right? That's, no. Yeah, you can't be it. that bunged up. By the way, overusing laxatives can lead to chronic dehydration and a loss of electrolytes, and you can become dependent on them. In other words, if you're not taking a laxative, you won't have a bowel movement. Oh, my God. This feels like it could be also the fat cats at Big Lax preparing us for a big price hike. 
Because oh. the demands through the roof. Mm-hmm. Could mm-hmm. be. I'm uh, I consider myself lucky. I've never had to take a laxative. Mm. <gasps> You've never been bunged up. Uh, oh, lucky Ginge. Yeah, I keep it pretty. I'm a pretty pretty tight sked. Wow. Yeah. Good on you. I had um, a surgery where I wasn't allowed to push, so I had to take a laxative. <laughs> How long? It's <laughs> like, true. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. Other like, people know. Yeah. Well, you don't want to tear anything. Yeah, you don't want to tear anything. So oh. how long? Because I don't know how long. Like, so you pop your laxative, yeah. and then what? You're you stay home for a couple hours? Because do you know when it's going to kick in? Can you control? When no, it kicks you don't in? control. Once no. it kicks in, though, can you put the brakes on? No. I don't find that it's not like out of control, but it's you but gotta like go. Yeah. Yeah. It's go time. You can't be on the road. No. You don't oh, want to be on God, the road. God no. No. That's so, a rough. Like you could take it and like head to work, but just know where the washroom How is. How much time do you got? Uh, it, it for me they don't work that quick. Like, and I find that I have to do like a couple rounds of them. So we're talking hours, days? For me, days, and it hurts. Yeah, well, that's how long you're bunged up. For but then, like, yeah. and then it's it's a problem because you've taken now I've taken laxatives. yeah, I've taken so much, and then now it's all happening at once. Yeah, and I'm like. Ah! <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Yeah, see, mine, mine was gentle, so it wasn't like it wasn't like it was. I it wasn't like I it couldn't leave the house. It was just if you had to go, it, it was easy. Mm-hmm. But if you're not pushing though, it's just, it was just falling out of you. Yeah. Oh, so that that sounds. <laughs> but it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's every step it's just stumbling. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened on this Delta flight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. By the way, as for the misinformation, you don't need to have a bowel movement every day. A gastro, a gastroenterology professor from the Mayo Clinic said that it's variable and that everybody's different. Mm. A healthy range is anywhere from three a day to three a week. Three a day. Oh, easy. How? I if I can get a a nice one, awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're lucky if you do one. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's fine. It says anywhere from three a day to three a week is considered normal. Why? I'm talking you, one. <laughs> you don't one a week? No, a day. Oh yeah, that's fine. So the healthy range is anywhere from three a day to three a week. Hmm. So like one every two days. Yeah, oh, possibly. God. Yeah, in some situations, sure. How has it always been like that? It varies. I think Uh-oh. it's scheduling, food, like diet. Diet plays a big part, obviously. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, when someone says I didn't take a laxative, I took stool softener. Oh, oh I had those oh, in my nightstand, Oh, you might too. be right on that. Yeah. yeah, you might be right. I don't... I'm guessing then is a laxative different than a stool softener? Yes. Yeah, oh. a softener... Yeah, a softener is not going to give you the run to the bathroom. Yeah, it didn't. It, I never felt like I had to run to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. If it works as intended... And you're not on them for days like Crash does. <laughs> like how long? What? What are we talking? Like an hour? Three hours, Haley? Like how long are you taking a? I don't know. How long I, before you pop the pill till you get the results you were after? It I depends. I think I thought it was twelve hours. No, a day. It depends. Uh, laxatives here, uh, like X-Lax, yeah. can take six to twelve hours yeah. to work. That's what oh I thought. Oh my god! Well, you can't. You can't schedule for that. That's a big window. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all six to 12 hours. Yeah, because the only time I've ever taken one was when I was super constipated when I lived at home. 
and like I was backed up for like three or four days and my stomach was starting to get big. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. And this is when you lived with your parents? Yeah. I was God, in, must I, have been stressful there. Yeah. Mom, let me stay home from school because I was yeah. in yeah. so much pain. If you're bunged up too, it can actually trigger uh, like heart attack symptoms. Yeah, yeah, it can. It goes so up into your chest. watch out for that. If you got chest pains, think yeah. about your last bowel movement. Yeah. Um, Don't Ginge. necessarily call the hospital. <laughs> oh, I got a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, you're just Maybe you're having out. a poop and try and take an axe yeah, lax. Babies? Uh, Ginge, if you're wondering... Yeah. Uh, what it's like to take an X-Lax. Yes. It says, uh, what do you expect after taking an X-Lax? Oh, yes. Stomach, abdominal pain, or cramping, nausea, diarrhea, or weakness may occur. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. If it gets worse, contact your doctor. I could be wrong, too, but I've, I've heard if you take the, um, mm. if you go not through the mouth, but... Okay. Suppository oh, style. gotcha. That's yeah. more effective, isn't it? Well, yeah, you're right yeah. to the source. But there's nothing, I don't know how, I guess because your body absorbs that way, too. Yeah. Yeah. You're, it just feels uh, like you'd want to get it from the top down. You would think, like, yeah, yeah, push her, push her out. Yeah, people are saying they take laxatives before going to bed because it's got six to twelve hour window. Yeah, and you wake up with you a poop. wake up and you're like, feel good. I just would worry, yeah. uh, and I've done it, but I, I've worried about like crap in the bed. Yeah, the oh. night squirts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if I'm sleeping and I think I can pass a little toot. Right. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, Kylie in Stony Plains says I was seven months pregnant and I hadn't pooped for twelve days, mm-hmm. so I had to take <gasps> laxatives. Says they were working. Uh, they weren't working, so I had to go the other way oh. with an enema. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Ah, whatever to get it you done. Gotta, you gotta poop, yeah. guys. You gotta. You gotta get, poop. Get it I've been out. saying that for years. Yeah. You gotta poop. This text here, 5679, says, Constipation is no joke. I was having such bad pain. I was on the throat... Floor, uh, floor throwing up. I thought I was dying. I went to the ER. They did a CT scan, and the results said, "quote severe fecal loading." Oh my god! Oh, oh I, my god! I was mortified. <laughs> oh my goodness! Mm. Well, yeah, you're just backed up. Yeah, I've had um, uh, I've had my fair share of uh, bouts of this, and uh-huh. yeah, it is extremely painful. Yeah, it is. This text here says, "I haven't been backed up since I became vegetarian ten years ago." Best thing I ever did for my gut health. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. more veggies. Yeah, more veggies. Yeah, yeah. Meats are wreaking havoc on our body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, watch out. Yeah, and stay regular. Stay regular. Someone also texted in, which I'm guessing some people could confirm is a lie, is it says your body cannot poop while you're sleeping. So no worries, oh, crash. I don't what? know. I, guess, I don't think so. I guess technically maybe like a full, like, you know. Like the full deal? But hmm. you could make a mess. I would imagine you can make a mess. You can have a, you can guess wrong. Yeah. Oh, I guess. And you're still sleeping, and all of a sudden, psh. we've all seen train spotting. <laughs> <laughs> you can guess wrong. <laughs> Watch out. Oh man. Oh yeah. Look, my kids. Are, kids are getting it. Mm-hmm. Constipation for 13 years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Poor guys. Fun with fiber, guys. Fun with, Fun fiber. with fiber. That's right. Okay, this story um, is it's celebrity oriented. We all know that Sophie Turner may be getting divorced with, by Joe Jonas. Which, by the way. Um, Joe, did you see that Joe brought his kids out for the first time that they've ever been paparazzied mm. after they announced this? Oh, no. He used them as like paparazzi bait. Oh, the lobbyist Joe. Yeah, yeah. To make himself look better look than like Sophie. Nice, strong oh, he's not looking very good. But anyways, when they do get divorced, Sophie Turner will be 27. And according to Emily Ratajkowski, that's a good thing. As a matter of fact, 
Emily said, it is now considered to be chic to be divorced before you turn 30. Oh. oh. Get that first one out of the way. Get that first one out of, out of the way. Damn. In a TikTok video, she said, quote, if being in your 20s is the trenches, there's nothing better than being in your 30s, still being hot, and maybe having a bit of your own money, figuring out what you want to do with your life. She said, and having tried that married fantasy and realizing that it's not all it's cracked up to be, then you've got your whole life ahead of you. By the way, Emily got married at 26. She's been separated for over a year. She is 32 years old. And she says it's now chic to be divorced in your 30s. Well, I guess. Yeah, I kind of agree. Everything's that. still together and yeah. life is still good. You're young. You got a lot of time left to meet other people. It's a good time to restart, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It feels too like if you were going to get divorced anyway. Yeah. Do it earlier. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, maybe you don't. But sure, if you're yeah. gonna... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Realize work. early on. Yeah, rip the band off. Yeah, divorce. <laughs> Get it done Woo. before 30. <laughs> Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Let's see if we can find who's willing to tell us that they were divorced super young. Mm. And let's see how young, the youngest person to get divorced. Sure. And do you, do you agree with Emily? Was it a good thing for you? Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're young and you're in love and you do crazy things and then you're like, that, this sucks. Oh, yeah. Get married in your early 20s. Divorced like, by 26? Oh, God. Because yeah. I'd imagine, like, what's the average divorce age? I feel like it's older. Right? Because you guys, like, yeah. 40s, 50s. 40s kids are growing, left home. You realize yeah. the marriage was a sham. You just stayed together for the children. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, once the kids start, like, getting of age or moving out, you're like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, right? Yeah. Huh. And you're just, like, different people. You're totally different people. Does it is it odd to meet somebody who's like below thirty and divorced? Uh, would that be would that be weird? Initially, I guess I would have thought it would be weird, but yeah, probably not. But probably not. Yeah, probably not. It wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Let's. Oh, you look at this first text here that came in. <gasps> Married at twenty one, divorced at twenty four. Oh, jeez. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, Emily's having a time too. I see that. <laughs> Emily in Kavanaugh says married at twenty one. Separated at 33, living my best life now. <laughs> Damn. Dang. Well, apparently it's considered chic to get divorced before you're 30. Mm-hmm. To get divorced young. So I want to know from you guys, how young were you when you got married? And how young were you when you got divorced? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us, uh, we're talking about being divorced young. Uh, Sophie Turner, who, of course, is married to Joe Jonas, may be getting divorced at the age of 27. But according to Emily Ratajkowski, that is a very good thing. In fact, she thinks that it is now considered to be chic to be divorced before you're 30. So chic. So chic. You gotta have You're that in. on your record. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fashionable to do, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. Haley, you got a couple years left. You do, uh, to be chic. I'm yeah, to fed. be chic. <laughs> I've never been hip. Let's be real. <laughs> I've never been on trend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we want to know from you guys, did you get married young and then divorce young? Because mm-hmm. now looking back on it, you were chic. Mm-hmm. It was a chic thing to do. Yeah, and I feel like the stigma's gone. Like, personally, like I, I'm, there's something very, I don't know, uh, I'm mysterious about a divorcee. Like, oh. Oh, oh like, it's intriguing to you now. She's untamable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's untamable. <laughs> right? Let me try my luck yeah. at this. Oh, I don't even think about it if yeah. people are divorced. It's just like, yeah, good. Sure. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, Ryan, how you doing, buddy? Good, you? Good, good. Uh, you tied the knot at a young age, right? 
Yeah, so I started dating uh, my ex at 19. We got married, I was 25. Wow. Uh, and then she came home one night, said she wasn't happy, she wanted another life, she cheated on me, she'd do it again. So I got a divorce. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, wow, uh, that's, that's, a, that's how it was it. laid out? Uh huh. Yeah, that's exactly how it was laid out. Uh, that was seven months later, so yeah. Whew, well, at least man. she didn't like beat around the bush. Yeah, she could get it done, rip it off like a band aid. Right. Yeah. Pretty much it. No, yeah. That's what I appreciate. I'm like, okay, you know, at least, you know, you yeah. guys came out straight with it, and but don't expect me to fight for this. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, looking back on it, any regrets? Uh, not really, because I'm now remarried, and I technically met my wife through my ex, so oh. it worked out. Okay. Oh, there you go. All right, all right. That's awesome. good. Yeah, awesome. Okay, thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. All right, take care. You too. Bye. Bye. See, that was like, that's like cut and dry. We got married young. She came home and said, I'm yeah. not doing this anymore. Yeah. End of story. I mean, she said a lot more than that. She could have just said, I'm not doing this anymore. She didn't have to mention the, the cheating. And all yeah, that. and then I'll do it again. <laughs> rub his nose in it. <laughs> if you don't end it now, I'm doing it again. <laughs> uh, let's do um, Patty. Uh, hey, Patty, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, did you end up tying the knot pretty young? I was 23. 23 years old. Wow. Yeah. Today would have been my 30th wedding anniversary. Oh, isn't that wild? Huh. Yeah. So how how soon did you get divorced afterwards? I, I was separated after 18 months and divorced two years and three days. Holy so crap. 25. Oh, yeah, so I'll be celebrating my, my 28th divorce anniversary on the 14th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm taking myself out to dinner and a movie. I just couldn't. Yeah, Fun. that's perfect. I just couldn't imagine being married at 23. No. Obviously, you guys thought it was like true love forever, right? No, I did not. Actually. Oh, <laughs> it was an awful mistake. Um, it was, honestly, it was my way out of the house. My parents didn't want me to move out till I was married. Um, mm. And had I have actually lived with him for any significant amount of time before we got married, we never would have gotten married. Isn't that interesting? So you guys didn't live together until you tied the knot. Um, we got our apartment five weeks before we got married. Oh, man. Was he just a nightmare to live with? Yeah. I mean, he, he was just completely... You don't. I don't think you realize the whole magnitude of who someone is until you live with them. Oh, sure, yeah. When yeah, you live with I them, agree. when you first live with someone or travel with someone. Yeah, yeah you don't really yeah, you don't really realize who they are. That's a good word. You don't yeah. really know the whole story. No. So needless to say this won't be happening again. I'm fifty three years old. So needless to say it hasn't happened again. Oh. I'm okay with that. Oh well that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, okay. Thanks for sharing that, Patty. Yeah, thanks, Patty. Take care, guys. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Someone just texted in at five six seven eight nine and said, "It's funny the lessons you learn when you're younger. Oh, yeah. Looking back on them now, but yeah. you, you don't know at that time, right? No, you no, can't. You can't. Yeah. yeah, it's called life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's why you learn. You get one under your belt. Yeah. No bigs. <laughs> uh, Shauna, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Hi, good, good, good. Uh, married at a younger age. Definitely. Um, I might win. Um, I was oh. married at 17. Um, I had two kids by the end of my 18th birthday. What? I met a, a guy in the United States, and I thought my life was going to be fantastic. I'd get out of the house and do some travel and be oh. have this wonderful life. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were just two different people. He was 19. Um, he was my first everything. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and 
Um, yeah, it, he was in the Air Force, and it was just um, a lot of control, and I started making friends with the cockroaches uh, in the trailer park we lived in. Oh, <laughs> oh God, no. Yeah, that's a time to go. <laughs> oh, That's a geez. real sign. Yeah, yeah. After, at 22, um, like we split, and the kicker is um, I'm Canadian, and when I came home, um, I had to wait a year. I had to live in Canada for a year before I could file for divorce. You had to yeah. wait it out, yeah. Wait it out. Oh. Yeah. So, and then and then it only took three months after, and then the divorce was final. So, by, by wow. 23, we, I was officially divorced. 23 years old, yeah, yeah. Did you, like, wait a while before, like, you moved on, or...? <sighs> Yeah, yeah, probably a couple years. Yeah. You know, I've met some great people and stuff, but I, that trust has always been... Um, and a lot of people my age didn't have kids and they were partying, so it was... Um, I wasn't on the same page. Sure. Kind of I had kids and had to get babysitters, so getting babysitters for a time that you might not have fun. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> you sure. Know, financially and stuff. And so it was just, um, I mean, I did try to have as much fun as possible. Let me tell you. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have, wow. uh, do you have some uh, tips for this text that just came in says I'm getting, I'm 22 getting married in December. I hope I won't be able to contribute to this conversation one day. <laughs> Any hot tips for that texter? <laughs> Um, just make sure that you have the serious conversations before you get married. Yeah. yeah. Kids and all that and what you want and get to know them a little bit more. Like, don't jump into it. Like, get to know them after, like, a year at least, mm -hmm. you know. Sometimes we fall in love at infatuation, three months, four months, and then it's like... And then what? it doesn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. For all sure. Right. Well, thanks for sharing that, Shauna. Yeah, thanks for the insight. Hey. Thanks. You guys are awesome. Oh, I awesome. listen to you guys every day. Thank you so ah, much. Oh, Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Bye-bye. Okay, wow. Hmm. Huh. It's tough when you're young. Yeah. You can say like, yeah, like you should really get to know this person. But you can't tell an 18 year old anything. No, no, no. no, you're right. We should almost make that like, I don't know, like some sort of like joke marriage certificate. Mm. Like they're signing, you know, nothing. Oh. And then <laughs> once they're like mid 20s, someone like gotcha. can actually like file it for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's not filed until like yeah. two years later. They it's they like a think, GDL. They never need to know the awful truth. I get it. Oh, I get yeah. it. You slowly graduate to an actual license. Yes. You get an honorary marriage. <laughs> you get an honorary. Just to see Just out. what it's like living sure. with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. Uh, Tannis, how are you doing? Not too bad. How are you guys this morning? We're doing great. fantastic. Thank you. Um, did you get married young? Uh, yeah, at 21. Um, I met him when I was 20. Yeah. And, um, you know, was under that, you know, you have to get married and have kids early kind of bullshit that you yeah. were raised with. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and like I said, I, I stuck it out for eight years. And it was really hard. Um, and then, like, I had, we had uh, two kids. Our oldest one actually ended up passing away. So, I mean, there was a lot oh of, of stuff that happened with it. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? 28 years old, getting divorced was, was really good because I didn't really get to, you know, experience a lot of stuff in life. And not that I went out and partied or anything, but you just get a little bit more life experience when you do that after being, you know, in a very much emotionally and verbally abusive relationship oh. for sure you know, it, it was really good i mean i don't think that you know i'm i'm you know 
Woohoo! I was divorced in my 20s kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I've told my daughter she's 19, and I'm like, do not get married young. <laughs> Please don't. It's not that advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you do not have to. You do not have to get married. You do not have to have kids young. And You could just be dad, with someone. Just, yeah, you just be with well, someone. Well, yeah, right? What's yeah. the rush? Just yeah. be with someone. Yeah. I know, right? Like, really, is, is marriage young? I mean, that was something in the 50s. <laughs> like, yeah, we're yeah. not in the 50s anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. crap, yeah. All right, well, thanks for sharing that, Tannis. Yeah, thanks, Tannis. You bet. You guys have a good day. Yeah, you, you too. too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. There seems to be, like, just looking at, like, the texts and the calls, there seems to be that, like, for women anyways, mm. a, a sense of pressure. Yep. Like, there seems to be that theme of there's a little bit of pressure well, coming like, from the ladies. Yeah, one, you got the pressure of the family, too. Like if yeah, that's what I mean, pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah if, you're gonna, if you're going to be moving in with your boyfriend, mm-hmm. sure. your girlfriend, yeah. whoever, you well... You have to get married. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. You got to tie the knot, yeah. guys. Yep. Mm. Uh, Eve, how you doing? Hi, good morning, guys. Hey. Hi. Uh, you got married young as well? Yes. Um, so my ex-husband and I uh, lived together kind of off and on. For like two years, yeah, and then he proposed randomly when he was drunk, and then we were married like not even a year later. Twenty-four. <laughs> okay. Twenty-four. Okay. It sounds like it was yeah. a whirlwind. Was just before my twenty-fifth birthday. Yeah. Um, and we were only together for four months when I decided that it wasn't working, and we split. Oh man! Yeah, was it uh, like uh, actually getting married? Was that the thing that kind of caused you to sit back and be like, "I don't want this"? Yeah, because he was under the impression that things didn't have to change. I was under the impression that things would change, and he valued spending time with his friends more than me. And he worked out of town, so yeah. he yeah. would come home and yeah, and uh, spend time. like maybe a day with me, or not even, and be over at his friends for like the rest of the time that he was home yeah and that wasn't your view of marriage you're like this is you're like i'm living alone he was also also a year and a half younger than me so oh but uh, we didn't actually get divorced until like two years later when i was with someone else and just about to have my kids oh wow you're like oh we should probably get this done (laughs) yeah i was like we need to get it done yeah i'm literally starting a family with somebody else (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I haven't talked to you in two years. Let's end this. Let's end this. Yeah. <laughs> what a story. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Eve. Thanks, Eve. Yeah, no problem. Okay, okay bye-bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Elk Island Park is telling drivers to slow down, uh, all because they need to start saving the animals. Since 2020, six bison have been hit and killed by vehicles in the National oh Park. Oh, my God. How are you hitting them? Speed. Who's ripping through there? Apparently, Elk Island is now starting and is almost finished, actually, installing speed bumps because people are using it like a personal racetrack. Oh. Because it's only like 50 through there, right? If that, yeah. Well, apparently, um, they were recorded people doing 144 kilometers oh, per oh, hour. Oh, man. Because it's like single lane the whole yeah, thing, too. Yeah, and windy. People are using it like a racetrack. Jeez. Uh-oh. Now, Elk Island previously installed speed st- display signs to reduce speeding, but nobody cares. They say it's disappointing and frustrating to see these speed by the way, striking a bison is like nearly running into a wall. I bet. Oh, bison yeah. weigh 2,000 pounds. Yeah, if six bison are dead, I'm guessing six motorists are as well. Or they're, yeah, or, or they're, seriously injured. They're not. I don't think the motorists are dead. 
Because that's like you said, it'd be like hitting a, a wall. wall, which is crazy. Jeez. Or are they like, are they baby bison? Are we running? Uh, over uh, no. no. The park has a population of around 550 plains bison and protecting them is critical. They are a genetically diverse group and a source of transfers and conservation initiatives from around the world. So they're not just living their life there. Those folks over at Elk Island are doing some good jobs with these animals. Mm. I mean, 550 is a lot of bison. It is. (laughs) (laughs) They say if the slowdown initiatives don't work and if speed continues to be a problem, more bumps and other measures will be added down the road to make sure that people just slow down in the park. Hmm. I feel like Elk Island is a bit of like the forgotten national park. Hmm. Because, you know, there's Jasper. Band. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You uh, don't think of it as a big park? Yeah, it's like, you know, like that level. But yeah. it's like, it it's is. A park. It's bananas yeah. in there. It's it is cool bananas. in there. And it's so close to us. Yeah. And there's just, these creatures are just like walking around everywhere. Yeah. You hit the bison loop? Yeah. Just park and watch? The bison like, loop wow. is bad. It yeah. feels like we shouldn't be allowed in there. Oh, oh yeah. With these giant creatures. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's great some when you, sort of enforcement. Yeah. And like you're slowly going around the roads and they're just in the ditch. Like right on the side of the road. You're like, wow. And you slow right down That's and it's cool. just staring at you. Yeah. yeah. And there's all like the great hikes and almost like trails. Like yeah, you see like trails. Yeah. You'll see like, oh my God, there was bison like right here. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should stop. <laughs> <laughs> they're so big. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for a good outdoors Go to Elk yeah, Island. Yeah. If you got some kayaks, do some kayaking. Yeah. Go check it out. And mm-hmm. also slow down if you're going to drive through there. Mm-hmm. Okay, slow down. You don't want to get injured. You don't want to injure anybody or anything else. Yeah. Right? So watch out. But go enjoy it. It's a cool park. Mm-hmm. All right. Today, of course, is September 11th. And the United States and, of course, Canada is now marking 22 years since 9-11 with commemorations across the nation. Now, of course, memorials, firehouses, city halls in the United States will be observing the 22nd anniversary of the deadliest terror attack on U.S. soil. Now, I saw this um, just yesterday and I thought, man, the like still to this day. They are identifying bodies. Oh, my God. Oh, geez, really? Just a few days ago, two more victims of the 9-11 terror attacks were identified. The man and the woman were the 1,648th and 1,649th victims. It took 22 years today. They had to be ID'd through advanced DNA testing of their remains. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, why did it take 22 years? Because they needed the science to develop in order to identify these people. Jeez, they just had the DNA in the back waiting for, waiting for advancements. Yeah, because they were wow. working on the science and working on the science of yeah. it. Hmm. Isn't that nuts? Do they? I would imagine there's still a huge amount unaccounted for. Uh, I don't know. They don't give a number mm. of how many samples that they still have. Um, the two new identifications, though, they say using is using the current capabilities of the DNA laboratory. Um, in that area. Apparently, they got two decades of negative testing attempts uh, because the techniques had to develop and change. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'd imagine there's like got to be some who you knew they were there. But yeah. You just never but found any. You never yeah, there's found no confirmation. Any. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's because of the magnitude. Jeez. By the way, um, this is a crazy stat. Uh, they say some 1,104 victims. Huh? Forty percent of those who died mm-hmm. remain unidentified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's, yeah, yeah that's just yeah. so much yeah, yeah. debris and right. Apparently, they've been able to identify sixty human remains associated with previously identified individuals. Mm-hmm. So, jeez, so mm. crazy, and it's still like they're still working on it, like twenty-two years later. Ugh. And it's weird because, like, uh, like after that much time has passed. 
like for uh, the family of the uh, the DNA there. Sure, yeah, um, the deceased. Yeah, yeah, the deceased there. Like yep. finally, that's closure. It's funny how you get closure yeah. just on like that little bit of DNA. You're like, oh, uh, someone saying yes, this, they, yes. this is them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can this confirm yeah. these, these people. Hmm. Have you? Um, I've never been, but I've heard that some people have gone to the um, museum in New York. Oh, where, not, where the uh, yeah, the, the tower there. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, apparently it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I would imagine. Like, it's like yeah, one would, of yeah. like, well, yeah, it's not a, it's not a happy time. No, but like even like just like you go there for like the because it's been twenty two years. Like some oh, yeah. people listening weren't even born when this happened. Well, yeah, Haley wouldn't even really know, right? I don't know about it. Yeah. Not much. Did you <laughs> did you learn about it in school? You've heard of nine eleven. Yeah, I know of it, but oh. when it happened, I was young. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, but you know of it. Yeah, but it didn't impact your life at that time. Not really, because you were not paying attention to it. Yeah, no, yeah. But even if you go to like for educational purposes, it's mm. overwhelmingly sad. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's just so close to home for some. Mm-hmm. Canada sure. had a big part. Oh yeah, Newfoundland taking all those planes in. Big oh time. yeah, good yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it'd be uh, wild because there's like we've all seen like the footage of it, and it is sort of like obviously a, a, a tragedy. Mm. But it's like there's something I don't know about watching like that actually happen, like seeing the plane slamming yeah. the towers. Like yeah, it's, seeing the footage was yeah. just. Cr- Crazy. Imagine, because there was only like so many shots of the first plane, because yeah. not everyone was filming everything back then. Yeah, yeah. After the first plane hit, people were filming the towers, you see the second plane. Yeah, yeah. But like, imagine that happened now. Oh my God. Because like 22 years was a while ago, but it was a millennium ago as far as like cell phone sure. technology. Yeah, for technology. Sure. Yeah. Like there'd yeah. be a trillion angles. And every possible everything. angle. Yes, and everything that happened oh, after. Oh God. The yeah. jumping, everything. Yeah. Be, we're lucky. Drone footage. Yes, like, oh my yes. God. It'd be, it'd be terrible. Uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says that amuse- that museum is heartbreaking. You can push buttons to hear last phone calls. Oh my god! That's why? what I mean. Like I've heard that it's yeah. Like why? Why? One of the saddest places on the planet. Oh, wow. I, I get why that's it's at there, the museum. But yeah. yeah. It's not necessarily on my bucket list. Makai at five six seven eight nine says I have been there. It is incredibly overwhelmingly oh. sad. Rihanna says this that the museum is very very well done. But bring your tissues. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. And people say when you stand at ground zero, um, it's amazing to see how small you are in comparison to ground zero, like the size of it. Sure, yeah. This text here says ground zero is beyond belief. I was just there. It's in the heart of New York City, and it's eerily quiet. It's wild. Well, yeah, it's not going to be a party around there. No, well, no, but just <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just talking about like the... Oh, yeah, the vibe. The, just the, the sheer vibe size. And, yeah, and absolutely. how overwhelming it still is. Well, and how big, like we forget how like... I've got a picture here. They didn't do it for the Edmonton skyline, but we've known Calgary skyline. Yeah. We've all been down there. Sure. This is a picture of uh, the Twin Towers superimposed, like how they would have looked in Calgary. Mm. We've got like how big the Twin Towers were. Like, how tall they were, like yeah. the footprint they took up. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so much larger than like anything we have for skyscrapers. Sure, yeah. Wow. And like Calgary's got a taller downtown than we do. Mm. Yeah. Like, look how it just dwarfs Oh my God. Jeez! Oh my gosh! Right? Yeah. So yeah. If the oh. twin towers were in Calgary. That's what it would have looked like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Calgary's done a little more building since then. But yeah. Nowhere near nothing, that. Yeah, yeah. Nothing that compares to those two. That is crazy. Wow. Hmm. So and people yeah. are saying, "Oh my gosh, that was 22 years ago." It feels like it was the blink of an eye. I know. Yeah, it's wild. All right. Speaking of crazy stories, I'm sure you guys have seen in the news and it's broke last week. Danny Masterson, uh, former star of um, that 70s show, was convicted to 30 years in prison for raping two women. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks like now 
this is just blowing up into a huge story involving a lot of celebrities. Mm-hmm. After Danny Masterson was convicted of raping two women, got 30 years in prison, his That 70s Show co-stars Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, it turned out, wrote letters on his behalf asking for leniency from the court. Mm. Well, those letters leaked out late Friday, and it doesn't look good for Ashton and Mila. So they posted an apology video over the weekend. They said that Danny's family reached out to them a few months ago and asked them to write the letters. But this is what they said. They said, quote, the letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we are sorry if that has taken place. They added, quote, we support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. Our heart goes out to every single person who has ever been a victim of sexual assault sexual abuse or rape mm-hmm. did you guys read the letters uh, no. I saw snippets of it yeah I read it but then everyone's digging everyone's digging up even more dirt now in Ashton's letter to the court he called Danny Masterson a quote role model with exceptional character who helped him avoid getting addicted to drugs. Mila called him, quote, an exceptional older brother figure and a guiding light. Co-stars Kurtwood Smith, Deborah Rupp, and director David Trainer also wrote letters on behalf of Danny. Do you know who didn't write a letter to support Danny? Hmm. Topher Grace. Hmm. Hmm. Topher apparently was like a bit of a black sheep on the set of the 70s Yeah, he show. wasn't tight, apparently. Oh. Yeah, he they just, all had their he, own thing. Yeah, yeah. Which was not a great thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Topher kept to himself, I guess. Huh. Well, yeah, that was the smartest move, I guess. Uh, Ashton's, which I couldn't believe. I remember, uh, I think this broke Friday as we were leaving because Mars said they wrote these letters. Yeah. And I was like, did. oh, that's a non choice. Yeah. And then, like, you read the letters on the weekend, and I was like, oh my God, like, what are you guys. And what like, are you doing? When, like, on this caliber, too, and someone has, like, charges like this, yes. if they reach out to you to be like, hey, can you write a letter? Ah. Uh, that's just it. I thought it'd be uh, a lot more vague. Like, I knew Danny. Yeah, keep it. Uh, keep from it what I knew, generic. he was always a nice guy. But like, you know, yeah, do like, what you got to do. do Seventeen yeah. wise, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no. And Ashton's is so they came out with an apology video, like Mars said, mm. and it's like this, like gross, like clearly rehearsed thing. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to come as natural. It's yeah. incredibly rehearsed. But they're both actors. Should have come off a lot more natural. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but here's the beginning of Ashton's uh, letter, which yeah. is uh, the most cringy. Uh, it says, "Honorable Judge Alamito." Mm. I said their name right. My name is Ashton Kutcher. I'm an actor, inventor. Philanthropist. Oh, God. And most importantly, a father. Oh, shut oh, up. Oh, my God. Oh, Ashton. Ashton. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, after those letters came out, that wasn't the only can of worms that opened. A massive one opened up for Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis when their letters of support for Danny Masterson were published. So people started to read them and someone took issue with them. And her name is Chrissy Carnell Bixler. Now, she was one of Danny's accusers and she posted messages to Ashton and Mila as well. And they're pretty damning. Here's what she said to Ashton. She wrote, quote, I know the secrets your role model keeps for you. Ones that would end you. Did you forget I was there? You were on speakerphone that night you called Danny on February 21st, 2001. I heard everything. Oh my God. I heard the plan. In my opinion, you are just as sick as your mentor. Oof. Now, you're probably wondering what happened on February 21st, 2001, um, if you remember 
back in the day, um, Ashton Kutcher went to go pick up his girlfriend at her home, and she was murdered. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. What? Oh, my God. He described what he saw was a wine stain on the carpet, and it turned out to be a crime scene. Uh, Wow. Oh yeah, she was found brutally murdered murdered in her Hollywood residence. Oh my god, I had no idea. Ha! Huh. Hmm. And that was on that date? February 21st, 2001. Oh. And again, she said, I heard everything, I heard the plan. In my opinion, you're just as sick as your mentor. Mm-hmm. Now, she didn't say what the supposed plan was, but she sent a message to Mila as well saying, quote, I pray you begin to process what you experienced as a child on that set. Your old interviews are very telling. She said, I feel very sad for you, and I hope you consider getting into therapy. You almost forget I was there the whole time. Those first five years of that 70s show, I remember everything. Well, yeah, those old interviews that are being dug up, too. I oh, saw those. She was, like, she was like 15. Yeah. She started on the show. Yeah. And they were like yeah. not 15. She was 14. Oh, yeah. oh God. She That's had to lie younger. about oh, her age. God. Yeah. They did um, uh, convict a man for that a woman's murder. They did. Yeah. Ashton did the, not. The Hollywood Ripper. Ripper. Yeah. yeah, the Hollywood Ripper. Mm. Mm. But that is still a very uh, yeah. ominous it's very ominous. Message. Yeah, totally cryptic message. Yeah, they really, really blew it with this. They sure yeah. did. Because uh, even yeah. like they say, like they didn't mean to undermine. Well, that's exactly what you meant to do. Yeah, you totally. You did. meant to say it's that's not why as bad you write as it that. seems, and yeah. you shouldn't get that much time mm-hmm. in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, right. that's why you write. That's, that's why, why you, you write, write it. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. That's Ugh. and you're trying to throw around your clout too. I mean, you're Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. He's also no. a philanthropist, an inventor. Right. Pardon oh, me. I and, forgot a father. Father. Yeah, and a father. And a father. Don't forget <laughs> that last one. Father. Mm-hmm. She also posted a clip from Punked featuring Hillary Duff, who was underage at the time. Ugh. And in his narration, Ashton Kutcher says, Hillary is, quote, one of those girls we're all waiting to turn 18, mm. along with the Olsen twins. Oh, it. That was such a gross time. Do you guys remember it. what a gross time that it was? was? There was like countdowns. Yeah, and stuff. the countdowns. Like, yeah, she's finally 18. So I was radio station that was like counting it down yeah like all like all all these pop stars like woo now we can talk about it (laughs) ew yeah it was acceptable ew yuck ick yeah it's all pretty gross super gross I don't know if anything will come out of this especially the girl who's Writing some I have your secrets To yeah. Ashton and Mila yeah. Do you want to hear The Hillary Duff clip Yes Oh, yes, oh god yeah, I just yes. found a clip of it here Yes yeah, okay Hillary Duff is in Lizzie McGuire She also has an album out um, She's going to be in a movie Called Cheaper by the Dozen And she's one of the girls That we're all waiting For to turn 18 Ew, Ew. Any 15 year old she was 15 then? She's 15. Oh. She was 15. She wasn't like 17 in nope. months? Nope, she was 15. That, that's disgusting. She was 15. Oh, God. Ugh. That's grosser listening to it than I right? thought, than me just reading it to you guys. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Somehow it's worse. Wire. She also has an album out. Um, she's going to be in a movie called Cheaper by the Dozen. And she's one of the girls that we're all waiting for to turn 18. Oh. Along with the Olsen twins. Oh. 15 year old. We just had to tag that on. Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. By the way, <laughs> oh, that's just so cringy. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, it was a different time, but doesn't mean that was. No. It doesn't mean no. it right. Cool. No. No. Oh, do you guys want to continue with some real gross behavior in Hollywood? Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't we could go we, forever. I don't think we need to. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to. Oh, okay. Do you guys remember Robin Thicke with his somewhat cringy song, Blurred Lines? Oh, yeah. Oh. Remember our, our buddy there? Well, apparently he got wasted during a night on the town in West Hollywood on Thursday, and his fiance, April Lavgiri, was not amused and the videos have been released. The paparazzi spotted Robin trying to stumble his way into a club while April is trying to get him under control. As she grabs him by the arm, she says to the bouncers, do not let him in and then she says, quote, your bitch ass is so drunk. After April scolds him and tells him how embarrassing he's being, Robin tries to grab a bag from her. He takes her around the neck and then starts trying to lead her to who knows where. Now, he's not being angry or, (laughs) they say aggressive, but she's obviously not interested. Like, she doesn't want him, she keeps telling him to stop, and even tells the paparazzi to, quote, take pictures of him grabbing me like that. After a little more chaos, she finally gets him into their car. I'm expecting an apology to come down from Robin, I would imagine, any minute on Instagram. Mm. The video is really gross. That's quite the night. Ooh, jeez! It is, uh, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't look like she's having a great time. Uh, no. no, she doesn't. Um, also, if you do watch the video, it does contain profanity. Robin Thicke is just like he's always kind of being gross, though, right? Well, yeah. Just, After blurred lines, didn't we all like? I think even before blurred lines, you're like he was Ugh. so gross. But then blurred lines became like the song of the summer. Oh. Wasn't catchy, so. <laughs> I know. So the message I, is obviously I, yeah. problematic. I wish I mean, the message yeah. wasn't so terrible yeah, because it's a banger. And <laughs> I didn't even realize the first like you know months it was on. Yeah. And then you guys, people, you know, uh, as I'm a dumb person, explain like what this actually like. Yeah, oh, it gets analyzed, and you're like, oh my god, it's not great. But like, goddamn, that's a catchy song. <laughs> well, yeah, it was done by Pharrell Williams. Like, like we put it in heavy rotation. We sure did. We played the hell out of it. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But bad the message. message. Is wrong. Bad the message. But terrible message. Catchy as Yeah. Hell. Someone needs to use that beat <laughs> and, <laughs> and rewrite it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone did Marvin Gaye. Remember that thing was super. Oh, right. Oh, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Nice. Mm, yeah. So there you go. Mm. Jeez, Robin. All right. Did you spend all day yesterday laying around on the couch? Maybe you were watching baseball. Well, if so, you might be perfect for this competition of laziness. There's a village of Bresna in northern Montenegro, which is in the which is in the southeast side of Europe. It holds a bizarre annual contest where competitors hope to earn the coveted title of laziest citizen. <laughs> oh. The winner gets about a thousand bucks, and they've been doing this for 12 years. Now, it started as a way to mock a myth that the Montenegrins are lazy people. So they said, let's lean into it and have some fun with it. This year, there are seven Seven remaining contestants <laughs> who have been laying down on mats for more than 20 straight days and counting. Hmm. They've already smashed last year's record of 117 hours. There's no freaking way I could do that. I cannot sit still. Here's what they can do. They can play on their phones okay. and their laptops. They can eat, drink, and read. Basically, they have everything they need to do, but they are not allowed to to sit or stand. Oh, okay. oh. They get a 10-minute bathroom break, but only every eight hours. Oh, my God. That's all right. Last I looked, they'd made it through 23 days with, quote, no end in sight. 
No, not no. There's no prize. Is there a prize or this is just a thousand dollars? Just a thousand. They're doing this for a thousand. It's, it's about. I did the get a job. Go yeah. get a job. It's about a th- it's about a thousand dollars. Thousand euro. That's like like fourteen hundred. That's oh my oh, big money. I could definitely get down on this. Yeah, but not for that amount of money. Like for a month, right? Like yeah, because they've been there twenty three days. Yeah, no, not happening. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's unclear if a winner has been named. There wasn't an official update as of yesterday. The reporters in Montenegro are notoriously lazy, so this I'm, is like, uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, and they can't do anything. This is like those old radio station contests where you got to put your hand on the car. Remember and then, those? Yeah. Then the last person touching the car gets the car. Yeah, gets the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder how long. I don't know if I ever... Oh, I think I, I think the station that I worked for did. I don't know if I was involved in the. Yeah, there was one in Winnipeg. They, I think uh, they went. They hung onto the car for a couple days. 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 Yeah, and like you get your bathroom break and stuff, but yeah. But you had to have your hand on the car you at had that to time, be touching right? The car. Yeah. And days. Hard yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How would you stay awake for days? Yeah, that's the thing. Like you just fall asleep against the car, and if you're like. They're like, yeah, then, then you're out. Because <laughs> you get like, well, and they had the same thing. You had like a bathroom break every yeah. six hours or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, food's brought in. And then there's like, people come in and razz you. Like, try yeah, to get people, you off yeah, the car. Yeah, people like try to like chirp you and stuff. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get you off the car. I couldn't do that. No. Like standing? Oh. oh. But a nice lay down? Like they got mattresses, they got foamies, blankets. And yeah, they got the full deal they going They do on. have the full deal. Mm-hmm. Although one lady's laying on plywood. Well, they all... I'm oh, you imagine your a, back. <laughs> oh. She must have a mattress on top of the plywood. Unless she prefers the plywood. Maybe she likes a firm mattress. Because mm-hmm. they are against the base of a tree. That'd be... It's a lot of roots. Lots yeah. of moisture. A lot of moisture. Great point. Mm-hmm. How are they keeping their phones charged? Extension well, I cords? I see some extension cords. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no thanks. So I don't know how long this is going to go on, but it could go on forever for thousands of dollars. I mean, okay, I guess mm. we have these stories that um, hit the news every now and again, and they always—I don't know—they just amaze me. A couple in New Jersey recently bought a house, and two days later it flooded, so they had to replace some drywall in the basement. And when they opened up the wall, dozens of empty liquor bottles spilled out. Oh damn! <laughs> They were all empty bottles of Captain Morgan spiced rum. Some people thought that maybe the previous owner used them as cheap insulation or something, but the guy actually saw the video online and cleared things up. He's like, oh yeah, that's my old house. Mm. Oh my God. He reached out and said, hey, yeah, sorry, there's actually hundreds more I hid in the walls. <laughs> oh my God, why? He just filled the walls with liquor bottles? He filled the walls with liquor bottles. The good news is, though, he did say that after drinking all that rum, he is now three years sober. Oh, I do have a little bit of uh, audio here for you. Um, who is this here? I think this is them opening up the wall. Yeah, so the husband is moving them out of the wall, and then the wife is commenting. Mm. Have a listen. So those are the bottles falling out of the wall. Yeah. They're like, oh. you know, when you buy like a the plastic, the, the plastic, yeah, yeah, a Mickey, yeah. yeah, that's what they are. Wow, <laughs> sounds like a bingo machine. It does. <laughs> There's C. <laughs> Five the, o'clock somewhere. Five o'clock somewhere. Look at the pile of them. Was he putting him in the wall to hide his drinking problem? I don't Like from know. a spouse in the house? Or maybe he was because Captain Morgan, one of our most famous pirates. Yeah. And what do pirates do? Ooh, they, they hide, they hide, hide treasure. treasure. Yeah, yeah. They sure do. Too bad the bottles aren't worth anything. <laughs> but why like drink all the alcohol and then put them in the wall? Well, you don't want to we waste don't put, that alcohol. Yeah. 
Well, just that take him to the sense but take him to the bottle depot. I think I'm guessing he was hiding his drinking problem. Oh, like from because if you so put him in the if you put him in the trash can, someone sees a bottle, empty Mickey in the garbage. It's like you drinking again, you drinking oh, again, even though you'd smell like liquor because there's so many. <laughs> yeah, like you, so I think much. you would know if your partner was drinking. I that love much. that he said they're everywhere in the house. He said there's hundreds. <laughs> Don't open up any other walls. So they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just take him to the bottle depot, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's some free cash. Oh yeah. How was he getting them in? I have no idea. Because yeah, if they're a- everywhere, was he cutting holes and then re... I bet you there was a hole, like, behind a picture. <laughs> and he just used it as, like, a little drop. And then once it filled up, he filled the drywall. Yeah, and cut another hole. Cut another hole. Cut another hole between the studs. Move the picture. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So if you do watch the whole video, there is some profanity in it, but it is pretty wild to see all those bottles come down. It is funny. Uh, we did a new build home many years ago, and... Uh, once uh, I got the ducts clean, and it's amazing how much garbage, like uh, construction debris and lunch, ends up in ducting. So much Tim Hortons was in our walls. Yeah. In the clean out in the basement, yeah. when I was doing the basement, uh, I popped the uh, the cover of the clean out in the floor, filled with uh, like Tim Hortons garbage, lunch uh, cans, like old tuna cans. I'm like, what? There's just so much garbage. Tuna, tuna yeah. cans. Like they finish yeah. their lunch and just toss it in whatever hole's available. Yeah. Or they, like, sweeping the basement floor, they just swept it into the hole instead of shoveling it and getting it out stuff is like stuffed in walls i could only imagine what was behind some drywall i bet right what is is that like uh is that like their signature move like the the wet bandits oh like or they, is, they leave the mark yeah. yeah or is that just too lazy to because you can just throw it on the floor all that stuff the whole place and then it goes, gets swept up i anyway. know it gets all cleaned i yeah. don't know yeah things there was so much stuff in the ducting were you furious yeah the crash was yes because yeah, it's your house yeah 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 and it was uh, when we got the ducting clean, like it was a brand new home. Right. And like all this crap, the the cleaning, the HVAC guys are like, oh my God. They're like, a lot of stuff came out of your ducts. <laughs> <laughs> they did say that. I'm like, it's a brand new home. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, this is a common thing. And they're like, they did this house dirty. And I was like, what does that mean? How many framers poos are there? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh no. This text here, 56789 says, I took my bottles in yesterday. Five bags. Got me one very small rotisserie chicken for dinner. And I feel like the bags of bottles and cans should add up quicker, right? Oh, yeah, well, they should. Because, like, you can have, like, a whole box, like, a truck full. Yeah. And you're like, that's that's it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did all that drinking for what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn it, I got to double my intake. <laughs> you got to play the long game. Uh, yeah. I just took a quick look. Oh, what is the deposit worth in New Jersey? Does every state do... I don't think everyone has a uh, bottle like depot. Like return your bottles? Yeah. No. You can't do it in Manitoba. I think it's, it's different there. They don't care. Manitoba doesn't? No. What do you, Wait, what, what do you mean? Like you can't bring bottles back. What? Like you beer cans, cans and stuff? Back and no. Stuff? There's no bottle depot? Unless they changed it. When growing up, that was not an option. Well, didn't you have an uncle who tried to bring his bottles from Manitoba to Alberta to get money? Yeah, he went bottle picking. He was living out of his truck. Yeah. And he showed up. And uh, yeah, he was just cleaning the ditches. He filled the whole box of his truck and he had the fiberglass cap on on the back. It yeah. was jam-packed. He came to Alberta to cash him in. Yes. And because all the cans were stamped with like Manitoba. No yeah, they're like, no deposit. Sorry. And he was livid. So, so he, he had to take them all back to Manitoba? No, he threw them in a ditch. South of oh, Calgary. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> that's been the hustle in... Well, I get it. I get it, too. I mean, I guess so you're... I'm not bringing all those bottles back. <laughs> yeah. And you're Why living you in your back? truck. Why would you bring them back? Because yeah. Yeah. in uh, the States, yeah, I know that's been a... Uh, uh, debate there too is how many bottles would it take to cross state lines to make it worth your time yeah, yeah. to oh, travel exactly. and yeah, rent yeah. the truck because yeah. in New Jersey they do and it'd be 10 cents for less than a liter so each one of those Mickeys those like 355 mils mm-hmm. are 10 cents 
And there's got to be what about hundreds. But you pay like a deposit. Like you pay a deposit in Manitoba, right? Just yeah. like we all do. No, they wouldn't pay a deposit then. There they is, do. There is. Well, how do you get the deposit? That's, that, that's not how deposits work. Yeah, you got to pay the stupid deposit. Deposits you get back. Uh, I'm just trying to see. Uh, deposit return system. Yeah, the Winnipeg does not have a bottle depot. It says, but you will pay for... Yeah, you pay you for You pay it, the deposits. But they just tell you to recycle everything. Apparently, the money you pay is not in Manitoba is not considered a deposit. It's considered a fee that will fund recycling efforts. Manitoba oh. and their damn fees. We do enviro fees. Yeah, we do enviro fees, too. Apparently, Ontario also does not have... The bottle returned. According to Ontarians who are listening this morning. People like, have... Like, that's ridiculous. I know, have, when I came here, I'm like, oh my God, I can get cash for my liquor? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I can get cash for my liquor. People have a workaround for your uncle. Oh. You crush the cans. Mm. They, they think a crushed can. They'll... Yeah. Uh, but the bottom of the can is stamped. Like if but you look at the bottom, at if you look at the bottom of a pop can, yeah. I tried to return wine bottles that. Uh, oh yeah, you got turned away. Yeah, they told me to beat it because it, it was uh, my homemade wine. Uh, it's just a glass bottle, glass yeah. wine bottle. And he's like, no, no deposit was paid on these. You can't return them. I'm like, what? Tired. I'm like, son of a. So guys, you tried to screw him. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a glass bottle. It's glass. You can pay a deposit on it. It's not, it's not coming out of his bank account. Recycle it. <laughs> Throw it in you your can, glass bin, buddy. You can still recycle it. He didn't say don't recycle. Oh, oh my gosh, he just said I'm not giving you money. For <laughs> it. So he took his bottles. Yeah, I took them back. I'm like, fine. Yeah, got to refill them with liquor then. <laughs> got to refill them. <laughs> oh man, mm. this text here says in Quebec they have bottle return machines in front of every grocery store. Huh? Like you dump it in and you get cash. Oh, I don't know. That's cool as hell, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the This text here says, in Ontario, you can bring your bottles back to the liquor store. Looks like in Manitoba, you can bring them back to beer vendors. Oh, the vendor, oh. yeah. Yeah. But they don't take cans. They'll only take bottles. Does anyone else have bottle depot trauma? Oh, it's so bad in there. I just remember as a young man going and getting yeah. like, screamed at from like my caps being on. Yeah. And like my stacks, my my collections being oh, crash yeah. gets yelled at at the bottle depot all the time <laughs> well, yeah, i got like, yelled at last year for my wine bottles yeah, like, what yeah. are you talking about yeah he's like there's no barcode on here you didn't pay a deposit i'm like well i bought the bottles yeah and i'm going back and forth with them i'm like so you're telling me if yeah. i had a a, uh, a little upc scan bar on here you would take it back he's like well yeah because then you paid i'm like well then my next match i'm just gonna print a bunch of barcodes and slap them on the bottles mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you trying to steal from the good people at the bottle <laughs> you deserve to yell <laughs> he fought you're not the victim of the store. Oh, he is. You tried ripping them off. Yeah. You paid no deposit on it. But I bought the glass. You bought the bottles. Yeah, I don't know. You paid if, deposit on it. Yeah, I don't know if they, the, where I bought the bottles. Maybe there was a deposit. But I don't know. They got a gut there not too. Now when they take that bottle back, they're not getting paid. That's all. They, they they're not gentle with the glass. Things are smashing back there. Crashing this fellow went back. I turned around and I just got back in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I went in the back. Phone. I'm like, here, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> God. He came out to the truck, put his sunglasses on. He's like, oh. It's the Wild West back there <laughs> it's the wild like, let me on this forklift we're gonna move some bags of glass <laughs> this text here says crash it's 10 freaking cents oh my god oh wine bottles 25 <laughs> that's why i was passionate are wine bottles 25 <laughs> 25 cents I think it's got to be over a liter for 25 oh the big boys well they're big oh uh, they're only 750 yes damn yeah they're not a liter of it's not a liter yeah that's mm-hmm. how many did you bring and even she brought in 30 that's three dollars <laughs> You're I had a couple some guy doing his job. <laughs> he fought just for as hard. Three dollars. I also had bags of cans. Yeah. Well, sure. Those are all you get paid. Those on were those. fine. Yeah. And I noticed, like he was like, 
he was like just like overall counting the cans. I'm like, you missed. Oh my god, he's missing like one out, <laughs> one out of every three. Well, I'm like, buddy, that, <laughs> this is real old man of you because that's the old man's take. <laughs> yes, is they think they get taken for a ride at the bottle depot. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I know the guy's like one, two, three, four. And then the, like my, the, the, these extra third cans are flying by without you adding them. Uh-oh. My God. Our neighbor has a uh, garage full of cans yeah. uh, that he hasn't taken to the bottle depot. And every time he has his garage open, <laughs> Crash always walks by and he's like, we're going to get him to take those bottles. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for him. Fill that truck. I'm like, oh, God, what are you guys going to get? Like $20? And you're going to argue with the guy the whole time. Oh, yeah. You can kind of negotiate with him at the end. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Negotiate. No, who are you? What are you like negotiating for the amount? Yeah, to say I think you missed some. I'm gonna like tack a little bit more. Huh? <laughs> I don't think that's no. I mean, you can just reach in the till and grab some cash. And look at, it's it's a bottle be both. <laughs> okay, here's what. I, here's what I know. No one else. Anyone else negotiating in the bottle? <laughs> here's what I want to know from you guys: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Uh. Ginge worded it perfectly. Bottle Depot trauma. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> did you get yelled at? I don't like waiting in line at the bottle depot either. Did you? not have it. You're giving the trauma. You're, this doesn't involve you. <laughs> it's, they, just, they just make it a friendlier place. <laughs> people are t- people are telling you, Crash, they're giving you locations where yeah. it's automated now. Oh, So damn. you just dump your cans in and it counts. Can we trust those machines? So you there it is. There it is. <laughs> I I feel like those machines are going to miss some squished cans. Andrea in the fort says, Crash, go to, there's a place in Sherwood Park. It's done with machines. You won't have to argue with anybody. Just drop off your stuff and the machine counts it. Oh, that's funny. Where in the park? Oh, I got to figure this out. Because Bottle Depot employees, like, they're tough, man. I wouldn't mess with them. Although, is it like putting uh, coins in a piggy bank? One can. Make sure it counts. Two can. No. I'll be there for a long time. No, you dump the whole thing. Yeah. Like the coin counters. I had no idea why they were so angry at the bottle depot, but I realized oh, they, deal I with, they deal with crashes all day. Yeah. It'd be exhausting. And the smell and the... And oh, it's not just booze. Yeah. It's like milk and juice and... And like, the bottle depot makes some good cash. Get the fine employees of the bottle depot <clears throat> some damn air conditioning. Crash. Because um, a hot summer day, it is bad in there. This guy here, 56789, says, hashtag team crash. Bottle depots cheat with the machines too. They're not as honest as you think. You're right. There it is. I knew it. <laughs> So I do have to put one can in, wait for it to count. Two can, wait for it to count. All right, did you get yelled at? <laughs> at a bottle depot? Let us know. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, I'd like to see some text rolling in here that uh, people are just as passionate about the bottle depot as I am. Yeah, they're yeah, on your side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I just uh, I just want my fair shake with my cans. It would be it'd be a tough job, the Bottle Depot. Oh, like, uh, yeah. like people had texted in to say, um, have some respect for Bottle Depot workers. They're surrounded by yellow jackets and other gross insects. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd I'd that, I'm just I'd joking. I'm like, you guys are awesome, <laughs> and I appreciate what you do. Yeah. But but <laughs> I like to negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> but count my cans. Are they still sticklers on the lids? That was my thing as a child. I'd ride ride down to the to the Bottle mm. Depot with a bag of bottles. Cool. Yeah. Looking to get. Four dollars, so I could buy some hockey cards. Yeah, and I just get berated yeah. for having my lids on the bottles. Get the lids off! Yeah. Lids off! I got I got razz for um, the corks. Corks. Oh, you had your corks. Yeah, yeah. and he's corks. like, take all the corks out. I'm like, well, they're just, but you throw them, throw them in the thing. He's like, like corks need to be out. You're like, I don't work at a bottle like, depot. <laughs> like, do you work at the bottle depot? <laughs> Seems like, uh, like give me that vest. 
Seems like safety a first, guys. I have to wear the vest. <laughs> your vest. This text here five six seven eight nine says you guys are talking about bottle depot trauma or drama. Yeah, I literally got yelled at this weekend for pouring my bottles and cans onto the table too fast. <laughs> like, sorry, I don't want to be in here any longer than I have to be. Right? Well, you're yeah. moving too fast. Put some rules up. Mm. I think there is right? rules up. And some people... Uh, like, they, it does say, please yeah. remove lids. I'm a can squisher. Oh. <laughs> but when some people say, uh, like, uh, you're, they're like, oh my God, you're squishing your cans? I'm like, yeah. They're like, uh, whatever place they go to. They're like, we don't, they don't accept squished cans. I'm like, so you just go in like big bags of like full mm-hmm. cans? I'm like, that's a lot. I'm like, thankfully I got a place. I got my guy that enjoys my squish He likes cans. squish tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are they all private? And then they sell the bottles Back to the government? How yeah, because they... they're all like different vibes. Yes. Like yes. nothing looks like it's provincial. <laughs> it's a provincial deposit. It feels like the province should be running this, no? Yeah, I feel like they're yeah, they're probably all independent. They are Alberta's deposit return system, operated by a network of over two hundred and twenty privately owned and operated permitted bottle depots. So the province gives you the permit. Huh. They are regulated by BCMB, which is the Beverage Container Management Board. You have to tell us that, Marcy. We all know the BCMB. Yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the phone with them numerous times. Like, what do you do if your day is on the Beverage and Container Board? You deal with calls. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Is that, uh, maybe it's a lucrative business. Well, it does feel ripe for, for shenanigans. Oh my God, does it ever? Well, here, I've got a shenanigans. People are just bringing you, and like, if you're counting like one out of three cans, there's so much extra. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, The tax man would never know. This text (laughs) here, I'm going to keep you anonymous, even though you signed my name. Says, hey guys, a five, six, seven, eight, nine, by the way, if you want to join the conversation. Said, back in high school, one of my friends worked at the Home Depot. No, sorry. Nope. Bottle Depot. Bottle Depot. That's right. The Bottle Depot. When I came in to return my parents' bottles, he would pretend to count them and then give me an unra- outrageous amount of money back. Oh. Then I would meet him in the back alley and give him his cut. <gasps> Says it was greasy, but we were in high school and it worked. Why doesn't my guy do this? <laughs> because it's stealing. Maybe I should bring it up. Yeah. Like, and just so you know. Like, you can overpay me and... And I'll give you half? I'll meet you out back. Well, <laughs> there are a lot of people out back at a bottle depot normally, too, so you got to watch out. Well, I know him and he knows me. We oh. look for each other back there. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, guys, I was bringing some bags, bags back of recycling. Huh? Some of the recycle bottles had like garbage and food debris that I didn't see on them because they, we had picked them out of the garbage. Oh, or, they don't like that. They told us in a very sarcastic way. Yeah. Next time, we're not taking your garbage. I was very embarrassed. Been there. What happened? You brought garbage there? Well, because when I lived on the acreage... He's like, what do you mean you want to take my One of these bags has bottles. <laughs> when I lived Figured on the out. acreage, we had a big bin that we would put our recycles in. Yeah. And sometimes when my dad was in the shop, he would throw his garbage in there, not realizing it was the wrong bin. Uh-huh. So when we would take the bottles for him, we would get yelled at because there there's garbage. Oh, there was garbage yeah. in it. But the bags were black, so we couldn't see in them. Sure. So we're just like, oh, sounds like bottles. Off we go. And then like a bunch of Kleenexes and stuff. Oh. Oh. And I'm like, ah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. They yelled at you? Oh, yeah. We were like 16 and 15. They were just screaming. I yeah. thought you were disgusting. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's my father. <laughs> They're like, sure. Sure it is. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story here. Uh, Christine is at the top. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Uh, doing pretty good. We're good. Uh, you dabbled in a bottle depot once, and you saw some crazy stuff go down? Yeah. So this was actually the very last time that I went to a bottle depot. 
there was a guy that had brought in all of his cans and stuff like that, and he was just constantly making the poor Bottle Depot guy's uh, life miserable, like arguing about every single little thing. But then one point, um, the Bottle Depot guy, he's just like, okay, all of your cans have to be empty because this beer can is like half full. And so he gives it back to the to the customer, to the guy that's returning the bottles, and he proceeds to like dump out the rest of the beer on the other guy. Like, <gasps> oh my gosh! Oh. In the beer at this poor dude. And I'm just like, and I'm not going back to the bottle depot anymore because that's just too cray cray for my life. Oh. Like, and all over what? Like 50 cents? Like, oh my gosh. And it's just like spoiled warm beer being dumped. And he just dumped it on the bottle depot worker. Yeah, like he said, he sat there, and you know how if you shake your can of beer, then you get like the liquid out. Uh-huh. That's exactly what he was doing. He tipped it upside down and he shook it right out. Unbelievable. I was doused in like nasty, stale spit. Oh. oh my gosh. Oh, that's terrible. That's, that's terrible. That is not, I would yeah. never, I would never go no. to that. Crash will only. <laughs> I would never resort to that. He just likes to argue, then then storm <laughs> I like, out. I like that's the it. negotiation. Yeah, he likes the negotiation. <laughs> that's right. Oh my I gosh. Mean, assault is too much at the bottle depot. Yeah, yeah that's too so. much. Yeah, yeah we all so. got to calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. All right, thanks, Christina. <laughs> thanks, Christina. Hey, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Wow. Well, I've, I've never seen that, and I don't want to see that. Right. Do not do that. No. <laughs> but just words, yes, right? Put it in there. <laughs> I think, too, because uh, a lot of times they're busy. You're waiting there. Uh, typically, they don't have air conditioning. Right. And it's just you, you don't want to be there, and it causes people to get a little antsy. Mm. And then when you realize your bottles aren't bottles and cans aren't being counted properly. Right. It's a little lighter than you thought. <laughs> Envelope's a little light yeah. this week. I'm like, ah, this should be a lot more... My Let's God! Recount. <laughs> this text here five six seven eight nine says the bottle depot that I go to hates squished cans or jugs. I've also gotten yelled at for ha- um, not having the lids for my milk jugs. It's so hard to keep it straight. That's from Tristan. Mm. Yeah, someone just sent a link. We're supposed to keep the lids on now because uh, uh, Alberta bottle depots can recycle lids. Oh, oh they can use the lid yeah, now. Yeah, because I legit haven't gone since I was a child. Yeah. You haven't been to the bottle depot? No, like, even when I really, like, there was times in my life where I really could use that money. Yeah, yeah. But I'd just leave my bottles up by the dumpster because I did not want to. I can't get yelled at anymore. I can't. Yeah. I, have a I, whole, I have a whole slew. Do you want to come with me? No. <laughs> go, please. Because then I have to go. So you go. <laughs> please. I need a hand, buddy. Just tell Rach you got to go out for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be more than a minute. <laughs> Might make enough to you buy your beer after. You can go watch him in action. <laughs> yeah. Wait in the truck like I do. <laughs> Uh, Will, how you doing? Good. How are you, Crash? Good, good. Um, Bottle Depot drama. Did you encounter some or what? Uh, Not so much drama. Like I used to go to various bottle depots in the city, and I always used to be a little little PO'd about how much money I'd be getting back. It's like you said, maybe two, three bucks for a bag. Yeah, yeah. It's not worth it. 2018, I moved to Beaumont, where they have the automated system. And um, there's even like a little digital ticker showing you every can that's going up that conveyor. Oh. And right from day one, I used to get like seven bucks a bag back. So next time you go to the Bottle Depot, head to Beaumont, maybe you'll be a little less furious. Oh, <laughs> that's furious. a good idea. Um, Especially maybe then the automated ones are more accurate so you're getting the correct amount back maybe well exactly and, and they um sometimes uh, your cans will get a little clogged in the conveyor belt and like 20 will go through at one time but you'll see that digital ticker like shoot up 20 in a second so oh, hey so oh. it's definitely it's definitely accurate 
Oh, okay. okay. It's, right. it's better than the yeah uh, two cans out of three cans getting counted by hand. Yeah, you know you're you know the poor old workers at the other depots are trying to count like six yeah. million cans, and then their boss <laughs> comes over and tells them something. And yeah, and then I'm there. Hey, pay attention to the cans. <laughs> yeah. Actually, back there screaming at them in the background. You can see them. <laughs> <laughs> Hot tip, thanks, Will. <laughs> thanks, Will. <laughs> no problem. Okay, bye bye. Oh, Ginge, this is so close to you. Why have you not used it? I don't. I told you, I'm not. Not risking uh, it again. Uh, yeah, this is right by you, it's buddy. It's automated. You don't have to talk to anyone. Just here. dump them in. I've got a solution for Ginge. Big shout out to Triple H Bottle Depot right here by the radio station. Oh, that's the only commercial I've ever read in my life. <laughs> they say. <laughs> I call Love them. You guys. <laughs> I call them, and they come and pick up my bottles for free. And then in a couple hours, they send me an e-transfer. What? Oh, like crashes trusting that. Oh well, I'll pre-count beforehand. Obviously, of course, yeah. <laughs> and then test them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I want the Bottle Depot experience though. Can they call me and berate me over the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll drop some wasp box in my house. <laughs> Open the door and throw a nest in your house. People have <laughs> enjoy, sucker. <laughs> People have trauma from uh, bottle drives they do for like their kids' oh sports God. teams. Oh, I oh see yeah, that a yeah. Because uh. like I've been guilty of that. They come and ask for bottles. I'm like, oh yeah, I got bags for you. Yeah, and the bags are disgusting. I know, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. I got kids. Some of them are stupid. They'll dump like a half can of pop just right in the bag. Yeah, I'm handing over these bags of yeah. bottles. Oh. And then they put them in their wagon like, and wheel sorry. it down the road. I'm like, oh. Oh my god. What have you done? <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, um, I haven't been to the bottle depot forever. I normally do skip the depot. Skip the depot. It's like skip the dishes, but they come and pick it up. Hmm. But uh, I feel like there's you're losing some off the top, right? Another text here says, <laughs> hey guys, convenience. Oh. I lost my mind at the bottle depot when a man came in with one small Safeway bag of bottles. Who comes in with one small bag? Hoard them like months, like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you coming for 12 cents? What is he... <laughs> Why would he come in with one little bag? <laughs> Were they just in his car and he's like, Maybe. Oh, I need oh, them out. I'm here. Well, here. They got a- yeah. Another text here says, Guys, I worked for the Bottle Depot. You have no idea what we go through on the daily. We deserve respect. Agreed. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Three out of four of us agree with you. Says one of <laughs> Count the cans, bro. <laughs> says one of the... <laughs> One of the worst smelling things I've ever smelled in my life yeah. is old Clamato. Oh. I bet. Oh. Oh, those milk jugs? Oh, you gotta rinse no, your jugs. You gotta, you, gotta, jugs. you gotta milk your jugs. Or no. Rinse <laughs> them. Crash. Maybe that's, oh. that's a problem. Also, drinkable yogurt containers. Apparently, those smell like hell when Can they're not rinsed. Can you return that? Yeah, some of that stuff, because our kids drink those. Some of them aren't like... Like the yolk plate or whatever? Yeah, I don't think you pay deposit on them. Oh, oh, but you, you get money? Well, no, because then they throw it out and you get, oh. you get yelled at. <laughs> They're like, bring in your garbage here. <laughs> yeah, you, just throw them out then. Just. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one more on this. Jackie's hanging on. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, doing fantastic. Uh, we're talking about some Bottle Depot drama. Uh, did you experience anything or what? Well, uh, we, I was just commenting about, uh, you were saying your your neighbor has a garage full of, of cans. Yes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. My husband just, like, we live on a farm and we just kind of, like, toss them somewhere. And so we had a friend, <laughs> <laughs> we had a friend come and stay in our backyard for the summer because they live in Mexico during the winter. Cool. And uh, he's like, hey, I'll help clean up your yard. So he cleaned up our bottle heap. Over eleven hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! You must have had like the biggest pile ever. That's crazy. <laughs> it was a substantial 
stand for pile, yeah. Wow. That's also awesome. <laughs> did you guys, did you split the, uh, did you split the, I guess the, I was going to say the winnings, the winnings with him? Yeah, we took him, we took uh, him and his wife out for a big dinner yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. That is but, a uh, lot. He, he was, he was repeating this to some of our friends and I'm like hey I don't slam your retirement don't slam mine (laughs) how did he haul him away (laughs) we have big trailers Uh, and that kind of stuff yeah bag it all and bring it in how many trips was it just the one in a big trailer or no I think it took him a couple or three trips wow that's rad do do you know if the people were very angry at the bottle depot (laughs) (laughs) think so because he has them all pre-counted in his bags and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, they don't trust you on pre-counted stuff. I've tried that. <laughs> I'm like, this bag is $300. They're like, bust it open, buddy. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So this is something that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, obviously, not as big as TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival, but Edmonton is about to become a hub for cinema fans with the return of the Edmonton International Film Festival later on this month. It's an 11-day festival. It runs from September 21st to October the 1st. Four venues will be screening more than 100 films at a Oscar-qualifying film extravaganza. Excuse me. So Mm. that's pretty cool. Mm. This year's festival includes 90 shorts, 25 features and it's got some pretty big titles including the 2023 Palme d'Or winner Anatomy of a Fall oh. The Book of Solutions Oh yeah mm, I need that one and Close to You which marks Elliot Page's first leading role in six years oh, so that's wow. pretty cool Cool. Um, all of these by the way uh, all films must be Edmonton premieres oh neat so you yeah. never seen before in Edmonton. So that's pretty cool. That's sweet. If you do want to check it out, theaters around the city are going to be participating, including the Ledcore Theater at the Art Gallery, the Much Art Theater, and the Stanley A. Milner Library Theater, the Metro Cinema at the Garneau Theater, and the Telus World of Science. You used to be big into all these. Uh, yeah, I did. I used to go to the festival all the time. Yeah. Um, I, volunte- I volunteered with it as well. It was so much smaller back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It got too big for you. Yeah, You're yeah, like, I, just, I like to. I'm OG. I'm like my work here is done. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Middle two commercial. <laughs> so, Way too mainstream for Mars. <laughs> but it's pretty neat. So 11 days, 115 movies. If you guys are super fans of movies, this is the, what they say a marathon. That's neat. I like their poster for it too. Yeah, that's a great poster. That's it's a, a great marathon. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So go and check that out. Something unique to our city. Mm. I couldn't imagine what it would be like living with the sound of a hum. Constantly, there was a puzzling low pitched vibrating noise that was called the hum that affected people in Windsor, Ontario. Oh, and for years since 2011, people said that they were living in misery because all they heard was a constant hum. Oh my god, was it like that story we had a couple months ago? The uh, the helper wedged in the window frame. Oh, right. That, but the whole city could hear it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that, that story of the helper, yeah. in, that was just for the apartment building. That was just, yeah, yeah it was rumbling the apartment building. Yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, this is the, throughout the city. This is the entire this city is, okay, of Windsor, right. Ontario. Now, it was no ordinary noise. It would sometimes get louder, and its monotony would leave people out of their minds, irritable, unable to focus, worried about their kids, worried about their pets, and even their mental health. Some even reported that their windows shook from the reverberation of 
the hum, the Windsor hum. Mm-hmm. The Windsor Public Library reported that those who experienced the auditory phenomenon described it as a combination of sound and vibration, and it varied in duration and intensities. As a matter of fact, 22,000 calls in 2012 were made to the town hall of people like demanding wow. get rid of the hum. 22,000? 22,000 people called Holy to say crap. get rid of the hum. So what was it? Well, guess what? It's gone now. Oh. In 2020, the sound, the hum, yeah. stopped. And people of Windsor came out of their houses. Like, like they were seeing sunlight for the first wow. time. Mm. Taking big deeps of breaths of fresh air, not hearing the hum. Mm. Ah. What was it? Did someone leave a switch on? No. <laughs> Some Jenny was running? <laughs> it's, no. It's, it's close. Oh. It, was a, it was a U.S. steel factory on the other side of the border. Oh, and it was just like... And it closed it down? It just echoed across? I guess. Yeah, and did it close down? It's scaled back its uh, operations during the pandemic. Oh. Oh. And because they scaled it back, the hum went away. Oh. Are they back to full deal? And everyone's like, no! That's what they're worried about. Mm. They're not back to full operations yet. Oh. Um, it's on Zug Island. Oh, it looks like the plant, yeah. because of the pandemic, was closed permanently. Oh, okay. So people of the city of Windsor are excited, yeah. but they're like hoping that there's no fr- nobody buys the plant like and fires it the, back up again. They want to see the plant blown down. Here's the weird thing, though, is the hum has been experienced around the globe. People in regions that echo with sound have to have, perform, or, pardon me, have formed support groups online <laughs> to deal with living around a hum. Well, people love to create any sort of group when there's something going on in their neighborhood. Remember Stinky West End? Stinky West End! With the, uh, the like, recycling or manure or whatever, whatever oh, that was. Yeah, that that's plant right. There, yeah, that plant that was there, yeah, and everyone just rallied around. Oh, even I got on that Facebook well, and, page. And I don't even so. live there. Yeah, you shouldn't have to live around Yeah, that. and I was gross. like, it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drove through there. Misery yeah. loves company. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But still, like, if you're living in a constant smell or if you're living in a constant hum, yeah, I'd terrible. lose my mind. Big time, yeah. We had a Culligan that hummed Ugh. in our house. Yeah, the, the uh, machine, the stand-up machine. And um, just recently, we got rid of it. I was like, I can't, I I can't I handle know, the sound of it anymore. I don't know why I didn't get rid of it sooner. Mm-hmm. I hated hauling the jugs. I hated the look of the Culligan machine. But I've had it was it. an old one, an old one that we had. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. But we've had it for years. I just hey, bought we, a water filtration system for under the sink. I'm we like, love, perfect. We love our Culligan here, and we love what the Culligan guys bring our water to oh, the I station. Just, oh, yeah, I just don't want to haul it. But we don't want to haul it. <laughs> what were they... Don't don't you just put the bottle on and then you drink the water out of the big bottle? Well, but it was yeah. it plugged in. It is. Yeah. What does it do? It's well, it's refrigerating. It's refrigerating oh, like this one cold. here. Yeah, but it's, this one here's quiet. Yeah, this one's quiet. Although I don't really stand around it enough, and it's never quiet in the building. But like, yeah, at home, if you're just like sitting in silence on the couch, you're like, this is nice, and it's yeah. just like, and I'm like, what's that sound? And you're like, oh my god! I'm like, is that that hum? Is that the hum? Is that our colleague? Yeah. So I threw it in the front yard. Yeah. Get out of here! <laughs> yeah. That was like the same day I ripped the sound bar off the wall. We threw a couple of things out. It was very sound sensitive. Yeah. yeah. This year, the cabin has changed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it has. You're right. This is a strange um, thing to write, unless I guess you're desperate for attention. A writer for Slate Magazine wrote an op-ed saying that Martin Short sucks at comedy and is desperately unfunny. Mm. Oh. Yeah, he got ripped apart. I know. I was but then at, everyone rallied around him. Well, yeah, because he's a he's brilliant. And yeah. I was like, why he's is Martin Short 
I don't like, know what, what, I was like weird... what did he say I was like oh no what did he do yeah. like why is everybody talking about Martin Short yeah, it's just a, a hate piece on him it's yeah. a hate piece on him and then it, yeah and then it got traction and yeah that's terrible but he obviously wrote that because oh, like Ginger said he's brilliant to go, yeah, to go, to viral. go viral right yeah I don't I don't uh, think he thought it'd go this big no. I don't I think he grossly underestimated the love for Martin Short. Yeah, yeah. He said, quote, I find his whole shtick exha- exhausting, sweaty, and desperately unfunny. Every time he dresses up in a silly outfit or says something outrageous or mugs for the audience, I want to shout at my screen, why are you being like this? Yeah, but that's like every uh, comedic actor, right? They got their own shtick. Like so many people hate on Will Ferrell because he's you know, all, it's all the same acting. Mm. Yeah, but Marty Short. Even he, Ryan Reynolds, same shtick. He goes like big. Oh, but yeah, larger but he, than life. But, but he's, he's theater. But he's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Like him dressed up like Jiminy Glick. That oh, was, my God. Nah, that's that great. Was funny. Yeah. He's so great. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hollywood was quick to come to Martin Short's defense. And here are some highlights. Ben Stiller said, quote, Martin Short is a comedic genius. End of story. Adam Devine commented, was this even ever a question? Mark Hamill posted photos of Martin's different roles and said, quote, it's hard to believe people are actually debating whether or not Martin Short is funny. Newsflash. He's hilarious. Hashtag comic genius. Yeah. <laughs> and he's phenomenal in Only Mur- Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, he's so good in it. Yeah, it's great. And John Cusack said, quote, I don't know what people are to on about regarding Martin Short, but his Mr. Rogers boxing match is my favorite. The Mr. Rogers boxing match, by the way, is a 1982 sketch from Second City Television called Battle of the PBS Stars. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. I've said it before. I wasn't a big fan of him. Like, it's not my cup of tea. But I would never, like, hate on him. No. <laughs> and, like, we're into only murders in the building. Yeah. And we've, I think uh, he's fantastic. We've sang its praises before. He's yeah. so good in it. Yeah. It's like, great. he's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a delight. He's, like, the best late-night talk show guest. Yeah. He's always funny. Mm-hmm. He's great. He had that Arrested Development character. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. around everywhere. Yeah, God yeah. damn it, he's funny. <laughs> he's so good. And he's a, he's a Canadian legend. Yeah, he's yeah. A treasure. Yeah. So we hate this reporter. <laughs> get him. Get him. <laughs> get him. <laughs> yeah. This guy's name. All the internet did. And celebrities name. did, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dan they sure did. Coyce. Dan Coyce? Yeah. Dan Coyce. <laughs> what kind of name is that? Look at how dumb your name loser. is. What other crap has he written? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. For those of you who are very excited um, for Halloween... Are you guys ready to dip into the candy corn? Mm. Mm. Did you know that 62% of people, when asked, would you enjoy a piece of candy corn, said yes? 62% of people did not turn down candy corn. I would turn it down in a heart. Every time. I mean, it's not bad. I'll eat it. It's trash. It's fine. But there's never just like candy corn. There's always better options with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's never by itself. If I was stranded on an island... And I stumbled upon a bag of candy corn, and I've already been five days no food. I'm not eating. Yes, you would. You oh, would. I think you would. Yeah, you would no. put that you back. You are downing that, and you're shameful about it. And then you're going <laughs> to shake shameful. with sugar. I can't believe <laughs> candy corn saved me on this desert island. Yeah. Gives me a heart attack. <laughs> That's right. Well, Brock's, which is a candy corn brand, launches has launched its first ever candy corn club. If you're a super fan, it gives you a chance to win exclusive access to candy corn year round not just in the fall or around Halloween mm. yeah I'm not interested what is candy what's the flavor of candy corn just sugar it's just caramelized does sugar it, does it even yeah. have a taste it's like a marshmallow it's been actually it's been a while since I've had one but yeah, it's just, just caramelized very sugar 
Do the kids get it in their bags? No, nah, it's not that popular to be it's honest. Popular. You don't see a lot of candy corn. That's good. Does it have like molasses or anything in it? I, Halloween no, candy for a time mo- always had tons of molasses. It's not the molasses. I think it is just like Haley said, caramelized sugar. Hmm. Yeah, it's just straight sweet. It's it's uh for me it's like rocket level tier. Like it's the bottom row the bottom. of mm. Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. Uh Brittany at five six seven eight nine says, I already got a bag of candy corn from Bulk Barn. Hell yeah. Well it's probably from three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt they changed out that tub. Becca and Rubble say candy corn is disgusting, LOL, but I try it every year in hopes one year it will be really good. Oh. But there's just always better candy. Yeah, there's always a... Oh, I, get it, I get Desert Island situation, and there's no you know, uh, there's no other candy bars to enjoy. There's no Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. There's no Tiny Kit Kats. Right. No bag of chips. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. What kind okay. of island is that? Whatever. But like, there's always... When, in candy corn season is candy season, there's better choices to be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, if you're a candy corn lover, yeah. you can get win to uh, enter to win to get it for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Where are you at on uh, sesame snaps? Ugh. What is a candy? Ses- what the hell? Sesame. <laughs> those were also given out around yeah, Halloween when those I was were, a Yeah, because I remember I would I would get so many of them and I would put them on yeah. the, the counter at my snack shack at Halloween. Yeah. People loved buying. Yeah, I remember getting them in my bag. Yeah, yeah, Hallow- yeah. yeah. That was a big Halloween thing. I hated yeah. them. I don't know if they do that anymore. Like they're kind no. of gross. <laughs> no, we've learned. You don't like a sesame snack? Not really. Mm, they're they're too sticky. Like they stick to your teeth. Oh, they stick. And I don't like sticky things on my teeth. But yeah, yeah. I can do. I could do a sesame snap. But not as a. It can't be a treat. Yeah. Crash. I don't think you like sesame snaps. Yeah, I do. And you get a couple in a pack that like, lasts me about a week. Out of all of the treats, you would choose a sesame snap. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't know. It's nice and thin. I think that's why because it doesn't really stick to your teeth. It it's does because so, it's so thin. Are no, not really. Worried about it pulling out your dentures, there, Grandpa? I just don't like things stuck to my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole at five six seventy nine says, "I love sesame snaps when I was younger. Can't uh-huh. eat them now. They're gross." Mm. Yeah. Again, there's just like way better choices, and I can't believe that was offered as Halloween candy. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting them in my bag. Oh, yeah. That was good. Um, okay, obviously sesame snap. No. What about the caramel squares? Oh yeah, buddy. Those craft ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, those are good. This text here five six seven eight nine says, "Go back to Manitoba, you psycho." <laughs> 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 All right, pack a bag. <laughs> it's just bird food, baby. Yeah, it is bird food. Somebody, uh, don't feed that to a bird. No, well, that's what they are. Though, like you can buy those suet. We well, yeah. can buy the whole that's box what... of them at Costco. Yeah, I'm gonna buy. You know what? Here, I'm gonna buy a box. I'm gonna put it on the uh, counter by the coffee sh- uh, station. I bet you that box will be gone in a day. I a bet radio, you'll be there. All it'll be gone time. by noon. A radio station's a bad test for that. Oh. Yeah, I agree. A bunch because of vultures in here. <laughs> the, people around here will eat anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's free, they uh-huh. go nuts. I don't know why. If it's not free, I've seen some arms get stuck in our vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ripping yeah. at the Mr. Noodles. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> this text here, 56789, Reese peanut butter cups, mm. gross. Ew. Candy Whoa. corn all the way. Yay. Who said that? They're getting banned. I love Reese pieces, uh, like the cups, but I think. Those are the cups, two different things. Are, yeah, well, yeah, yeah sorry, things. sorry. Yeah. The Reese's cups. <laughs> all right. Um, but I think it's been probably. F- Five years since I've had a cup, <gasps> buddy. But hold on, when was the last time you had any sort of? When was the last time you had a chocolate bar? A oh. treat, uh, like a whole one? Sure, yeah. Oh my god, uh, fifteen years. I gave you, <laughs> I gave you a piece of chocolate I the had other a piece. day. Yeah, yeah. Mars rationed a piece for me. 
I had just like a bar of dark chocolate. <laughs> uh-huh. Just uh-huh. like straight dark chocolate. I, got, I think I got a quarter of a, or a half a square. I snapped a piece off for him. I don't remember the last time I ate a whole chocolate bar. You said you didn't enjoy it though. You were like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, so I was, I was like, I'll was, give it back. That was good. That was plenty. Give oh my back. God. <laughs> well, I didn't eat the whole thing. Did you ever? Even as a younger man. Yeah. You didn't want to get high in your own supply. Oh, yeah. You don't eat my profits. Eat profits. Yeah. If you're new to the show, as a child, I had my own candy shop, my snack shack. It was literally an old tempo station brought to our property. Mm-hmm. But what if a customer asked you for recommendation? You just lie? Yeah. Oh, my God. <gasps> my God. And then you upsell with, hey, by the way, my snack shack now offers pizza pops. Would you like one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I toss one in the microwave. Like, do you have any sort of refrigeration pop. in here? Like, I, I think I'll pass <laughs> I on did. the I did. I have a fridge and freezer. <laughs> it was a demo. Well, at one point, I even had some Kubas on there. Yeah. Oh, where'd you get the Kubas off from? Uh, someone dropped it off. <laughs> someone <laughs> dropped it off. Oh. <laughs> Were you bartering for snacks? <laughs> It was such an illegal building because it was a tempo. I saw it. It was a tempo that was brought. Your dad brought home a tempo. Yeah, his, on a flat deck. Yeah, oh where uh, where he was working, there was a tempo on the corner of the parking lot, and they're getting rid uh-huh. of it. Uh-huh. And so they threw it on a flat deck and brought it home. Yeah, and then put it on his property. Yeah. And it was illegal to. It's illegal to run a business. You can't just open a business. It was also illegal. No one gives away a tempo. Your dad stole a tempo. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> well, I don't know. No one do gives away a building. <laughs> Do you think your dad stole it? The well, temple? No, I think the yeah the the owner of the shop he's working at wanted it gone. From all accounts, and the fact that he abandoned you, he wasn't a very reputable man. He stole a temple. <laughs> well, that's the most impressive thing that he's given me. Yeah, he gave you a store. And yeah, it had like a refrigeration, like it had a freezer. Yeah, like it was like a store. Yeah, I had, yeah, I had my own fridge. There was a little uh, makeshift kitchen in the back. I had a garden hose running there. Yeah, so the I had water. Open, I saw it. Yeah, it, neon the, sign. Neon sign. Yeah, county people came by and asked about it. You and mean? then they bought stuff. Mm-hmm. The Cop, RC, the RCMP came, came by. by. It was a good uh, snowmobile stop. Maybe he did do right by us. Some some absentee fathers just give their child the name. Right? He gave you a tempo. Damn right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn right, guys. Yeah, the damn right. After all these years. You got a store. <laughs> yeah. You got a store. I know. I'm going to go full circle. I'll buy another one. A tempo. No, mm. I think we're good. <laughs> Why? I'll, I'll do a modern version. We don't have any space for a tempo. We have nowhere to put a tempo. I've got, I've got to buy a lot. We're not doing I'll that. I'll run an illegal one at the lake. Oh, God. I don't think that the RCMP will be as forgiving as like a, a little boy running a, a snowmobile candy Everyone store. said with my new haircut, I look a lot younger. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sir! <laughs> Saving up for university! <laughs> don't ask for my business card. <laughs> this is a totally legal business! <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be a lot harder to find a tempo, but they're still out there. Oh, yeah. Like for sale? Um, no, oh. just the buildings. Not inside the city limits. Oh, yeah. We see oh, yeah. tempos all the yeah, time. Yeah, we drive by one every day. But once you get outside the Hende. Yeah, tempos everywhere. One, well, one, everywhere. <laughs> I can see the one you guys. Like, you're not driving by tempos plural. You drive yeah, by one. There's one tempo. Yeah. But then you, you pick up your packages at another one. It's yeah. like nasty boys tempo. It's but not nasty. Outside. It's country boys tempo. <laughs> Oh, there is Country Boys Temple. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, with a Z. Ooh, with a Z. I know. Every time I pull up to it, I'm like, oh, Ginge would love this. Yeah, they're really nice. Ginge, there. I could take you there when I take you to the Bottle Depot, too. Is it the <sighs> tempos of our youth? Or are they, oh, no, it's still got the same logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The logo's just a little tweaked to make it modern, but they kept it classic. Oh, my God. This text here, 56789, says YOLO Financial, do it for Alberta, Crash. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. her done. Do it for Alberta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, nonetheless. I need a fallback for when radio fails, right? That's when we'll do the what? snack shack. Well, no, I need it now. Mm. That way I can give it free advertising. Yeah, cash it <laughs> <in the radio. laughs> 
Because after this, my name means nothing. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good point. You're right. Yeah. All right. This is uh, this is kind of crappy for everybody who was in Las Vegas. Ed Sheeran had to pull out of his Nevada concert on Saturday night. Shortly before he was to take the stage, he apologized to fans, rescheduled the so- the show. Sources say that the stage wasn't approved for safety reasons. Uh-oh. Oh, geez. So they weren't allowing anybody in the building, and they certainly weren't allowing Ed Sheeran on stage. And they thought that they were going to be able to fix it up pretty quick, but they didn't, so it got rescheduled for the end of October. Um, apparently though, some of the fans were like standing outside and it was so hot. Some of them passed out. I saw that. Some of them were passing out yeah. from the heat. Oh boy. He did, of course. I mean, it's not Ed's fault, obviously, but he did say that there were a lot of challenges in the show and it just wasn't safe for everybody to go in. Was he playing Allegiant, like the Raider Stadium there, like the big one? Yeah. Yeah. Allegiant Stadium. Oh, really? Apparently a ref said that there were technical issues that caused the show to be postponed. Oh, it's going to be 35 there today. <sighs> yeah, that's hot. Oh, God, it's hot. Yeah, constant delays. But this got me thinking about the time that you were at a concert and like maybe something, I don't want to go dark-sided with it, uh-huh. but like did something go wrong? Mm. Like did the singer fall off the stage? Mm. Did part of the stage fall? Who recently fell off the stage? Uh, oh, God, they're in the news every couple, now and again. Like a couple years ago, Zach DeLaRocca fell off. No, I feel like, a, like within the last off. month, someone fell off. Oh, Mm-hmm. In town here, uh, we had Meatloaf, R.I.P. Oh, yeah, he almost died he almost on stage. Here. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, people thought he died. Oh, my God. Did he? But he died shortly after, didn't he? Like, it wasn't too, like, I months think it later? Was, it was months later. Yeah. But he, because did Meatloaf collapse while performing? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Holy I think smokes. He, he blame it on just, uh, like, lack of food or something, or fatigue? Those yeah. are two very different things. That's yeah. True. What did he... Diarrhea? I don't know. I heard I diarrhea. Think, I think it was diarrhea. <laughs> but he's dramatic. He'd be tough to know. Yeah. If you Google it, like look at um, Nick Jonas fell into a hole at a concert just four weeks ago. Oh my goodness. I think Bieber fell into something. Shania fell in Jul- on July the 3rd. She fell off the stage in Chicago. Oh my God. Oh God. I was just watching Meatloaf in Edmonton. <gasps> oh no. Because he was a sweaty singer. He always had his kerchief. And he was panting at the microphone, and then he just collapses, like slow old man oh style. Oh my gosh! <sighs> oh, Justin Bieber fell through the stage during a concert in Saskatoon. Oh, oh, did he? Yeah, fell through he fell the through. stage. Yeah, there was a hole in the stage, and he just dropped right in. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ouch. All right, I want to know from you guys if you've got a story to share. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. What is the wildest thing that you've seen? Maybe it was like a technical thing that went wrong. Maybe it was the performer that fell. Maybe like the stage fell apart. Did a show stop and were you guys all evacuated out? Because mm. they're like, hey, listen, this isn't safe. The pyro get crazy. The, yeah, did the pyro light things on fire? Yeah, the big digital screens die. Oh that would kind God. of put a damper on the evening, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see anything? Yeah, right? Yeah. I You're like, damn it, so. I'm here to watch the screens. <laughs> yeah. All right, what is the craziest thing that you've seen during a concert? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we're talking about the craziest thing that you've seen go down at a concert, like maybe whether or not the artist fell off the stage. Right. Maybe they injured themselves. Maybe they had to just like shut the show down. When you go to a concert, I mean, you obviously want to see them perform. Absolutely. But do you want something like a one-off to happen? Like, do you want your show to be special? 
Uh, otherwise, it's pretty much a lot of it's like cookie cutter throughout the entire tour. Yeah. If you I, see them in Edmonton, you see them in Minnesota. It could be the same show. Yeah, I guess when something happens, people talk about yes. it. Yes. Right? Yeah, you get coverage. Yeah, you do, you're right. Well, I wonder if they do this on purpose. It's like, I'll take some bumps and bruises. <laughs> <laughs> Go a little viral on this one, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, 780-48-4669. Uh, if you've uh, seen some wild stuff go down at a concert. Uh, Sean, how you doing? I'm doing really good, thanks. Excellent. Hi. Um, what was uh, your situation that you encountered? Um, well, it was in the 80s. It yeah. was the very first concert I ever went to. It was David Bowie's Glass Spider Tour. Ooh. Oh, cool. Yeah, at the, at the Commonwealth, Commonwealth Stadium. It was an outside uh, outside oh. venue. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it was a nice hot summer day, and they were selling ice cream. Like, vendors were coming around with ice cream, and I bought one. I bought, like, one of the red, white, and blue Rocket ice oh. creams. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, yeah. But the vendors, the box they had the ice cream in, they were, like, storing it in dry ice. Oh. And, uh, like, you could see the steam coming out of the box when they hand you the ice cream. Yeah, sure. And uh, so I unwrapped it, and I stuck it in my mouth, and it was like licking metal in the winter. <gasps> it immediately stuck to my lips <laughs> and to my tongue. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I couldn't pull it out. I would pull on it, and just my, cheek, my, my cheeks would just, like, it wouldn't let go. It's... And I had to, like, walk around with this ice cream ball gag for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and then the... I would look around. Yeah. And other people, I would watch other people buy the ice cream, and the same thing would happen to them. And, like, sometimes they'd try to pour water in their mouth to let the ice cream go, and other people would just be, like, ice cream stuck in their mouth. Wow. <laughs> because it's so bloody cold from the dry ice. You literally licked dry ice. Yeah. Oh, Holy crap. man. And, and you're like trying to enjoy the, the concert. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, it was like walking around with an ice cream yeah, ball yeah. gag. You're oh, like, God, oh, I'm doing oh. movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then to see other people stuck with ice cream stuck in yeah. their mouth, too. Yeah. Like, I know what happened. Oh, oh that's that is crazy. Great. Yeah. Hey, buddy. You have know ice cream stuck, too? Yeah. Look. Help. Help. <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. What a time. Okay, thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) You would never think that the ice cream would be that cold. Wouldn't it be so hot outside? You're like, just get it in my mouth before it melts, right? I get it, yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Took a look at that Glass Spider Tour. Yeah. Came through here in 87. (sighs) Duran Duran opened for him. What? Oh, really? What a ticket. Wow. wow. That is a hot double that is, bill. That is solid. In 87? Yeah. That is sweet. Oh, my gosh. Uh, another one here. Uh, Lee, we're talking about uh, wild things at a concert. Uh, what's your story here? Yeah, this was back in the day at uh, the Misty Moon in Halifax. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there was a Canadian singer, yeah. a, fe- a female. She was blonde. She has a husky voice, very yeah. distinct voice. Okay. okay. She was so coked up. <laughs> oh no! Oh no. oh no! And hey, I was I was in my early twenties, so I was drunk, and I could tell she was coked up. <laughs> and that's how bad it was. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. so the performance, yeah, was, I'm guessing, was did subpar. She, did she fall? She fell <gasps> more than once. Oh, oh no! Did she at least contain it to the stage, or did she fall off the stage? I believe it was, as far as I can remember, get to remember, I was I was drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, I don't, she didn't fall off stage, but she was like staggering all over stage. Oh uh, no! Was it Taylor Dane? N- no, okay. no, no. Okay, you don't have to say. We'll guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> wild. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 
Well, you can't have sex, drugs, and rock and roll without the drugs. Without, yeah. Without, yeah. Yeah. the drugs. Yes. You, you wouldn't be surprised. You're like, all right, it is what it is. Part and parcel, baby. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, some, someone just sent me a link to an Edmonton Journal website mm-hmm. um, that said in June 26, 1975, Alice Cooper played here in Edmonton, and he had a bandaged head, an Oilers jersey on. And audibly was groaning in between lyrics. <laughs> oh, wow. It says, I'll read it to you. It says, American rocker Alice Cooper looked and sounded like he should have been in the hospital and not performing for more than 16,000 fans at the Coliseum. The 27-year-old singer, so this was back in 75, was showing after effects of cracking ribs and splitting his head over oh. after taking an accidental nosedive during a show in Vancouver four days earlier. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. He wow. groaned? Huh. In between songs? It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Here, I've got a, um, actually, put a picture up. Oh, there. You, guys, you got the picture yeah. there. Yeah, he's having a time. Yeah, it looks like he's going through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's so tough, though. Imagine you're a teenager in 1975. Yeah. Your hero, Alice Cooper, is coming to town. He's mm. obviously not in shape to perform, but do you want him to cancel, postpone? No, you he still might want. Not, he might not come back. Yeah, you yeah. still want him to perform. I'd still go. Or Grown just in be between up. songs. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just get her done. People are also guessing who the performer was who is all coked up. Mm. Um, some people are right. Well, yeah, yeah p- pick, really pick anyone from that era. <laughs> some people are right. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. It happens. A lot of people were at the uh, meatloaf at the Jubilee as well when he had his problems. There's a lot of stories there. Mm-hmm. This text here, 56789, says, hey guys, I was at the Drake show uh-huh. after Rogers was first built. So mm-hmm. Drake came. Mm-hmm. We were pretty high up steep in the nosebleeds somebody behind me fainted and fell from their seat all the way to the balcony oh my god so they took those stairs oh my god boom 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 boom. because you think about like the nosebleeds up there right like they're steep yeah Yeah, the rake on that steep like you two know (laughs) I've been up there media tour yeah (laughs) I've heard it bad up there I'm like whoa (laughs) that's pretty crazy it's party time up there right (laughs) other people were at the Bieber show in Saskatoon when he fell off the stage oh you did see him fall through that hole people say that they saw yeah ugh this text here, uh, Colleen from Riverbend, says, Hey guys, I was at a concert at a music festival called Cornerstone in Illinois. Mm. So in the tent, there was a main stage, then a little one in kind of like the middle back of the place. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very wild, heavy band, and I was close to the front. The band played a few songs, then one member started shaving his long beard and his hair on stage. All right. Then the band went backstage and played some wind instruments while he shaved his head. What? <laughs> It's a wild time. Uh-huh. Then for the last couple of songs, the speaker, someone grabbed it and started crowd surfing the speaker. Wow. The lead singer stood on top of the speaker uh-huh. as it was crowd surfed. Oh my then God. Then the drum kit got crowd surfed. The drummer played his drums in the middle of a circle pit. When the show was over, we were dodging as chairs and brown tables were being tossed at everybody in a play fight. What that's a, a play fight. time. Oh God, <laughs> what is happening at this concert? It's pretty metal, though. Crowd serving right? the speaker. Yeah. Also, like we talked about, that's a one-off. He, he's not shaving his beard every night. No. He couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's they play one show a year. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this text here says, I went to a Backstreet Boys concert. The power went out, and the boys kept dancing and singing. Why? Until the power came on. Keep the, keep the crowd calm. Yeah, well, but you can't see them. You just hear they're like, we're still dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear a shuffle yeah. on stage. Like, they're still dancing. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. That's what you would hear. That you wouldn't good. hear anything. This is what it would sound like. Do it again. Oh, my gosh. They're still dancing. 
These boys don't quit. <laughs> Backstreet is best. <laughs> All right. Because I wish I could have recorded it, but the show was in Calgary. Oh. oh, God, that's funny. Well, you record it. You wouldn't see anything. This text here says, good morning, everybody. My sister and I went to the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, in Vancouver in March. Mm-hmm. A girl sitting two rows in front of us vomited everywhere all oh. over the next two rows that were in front of her before the peppers even started. Mm-hmm. They had to bring in a huge cleaning crew. They poured powder on it and cleaned it all up, but the smell was horrid all night. At least they mm-hmm. cleaned it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Because if that happens during the show, no one's mm. helping. Oh. But like, did they clean it? Like, you're still going to smell it. I get, well, yeah, because you powder it, you yeah. wipe it up. Yeah. And then that's it. Ooh. Oh, boy. All right. Well, good times. Good times. Sounds like great times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going to a concert sounds awesome. Yeah. Can't wait for my next one. That's really great. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, what do you say, guys? Let's pack her in. Get on out of here. Get out of in. Let's do it. You guys have yourselves an awesome day. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's going to be a nice summer day today, so please enjoy it. We're back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Please join us. We'll see you then. Want to join the show live? Live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.